You're lucky you're down there. Tell that to yourself in the mirror. Affirmations. Look your vagina in the mirror. (laughs) Eat a slice of pineapple (laughs) and tell yourself that your pussy's great. episode of girls gotta eat welcome to the coronavirus edition of girls gotta eat i'm kidding stay stay safe stay responsible i already cried twice today and i'm fine now um anyways guys let's thank some of our partners thanks to legacy box for supporting girls gotta eat legacy box is a super simple mail-in service to have all your home movies and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive dvd or the cloud go to legacybox.com gge to get an incredible 40 percent off your first order and also thanks to ritual for supporting girls gotta eat better help doesn't happen overnight daily changes can lead to big results. So start small. Ritual is offering you 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash GGE. Start your ritual today. Yes. And also thanks to Zola for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Zola makes wedding planning easier by having all your wedding needs in one place. To get 50% off your save the dates, go to zola.com slash GGE and use promo code save50. Get a free personalized paper sample too. And thanks to Daily Harvest for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Daily Harvest makes it easy to eat more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced chef crafted foods that can be prepared in five minutes or less, go to dailyharvest.com and enter GGE to get $25 off your first box and you should stock up. How much How much Daily Harvest do you have in your fridge right now? There's a lot. I don't even want to There's open your fridge right I, now. I upped my quantity. Um, I have more cans of food in my kitchen than I... Don't come to my house. I have this. You're a prepper. <laughs> I'm a survivalist now. <laughs> Got my shit delivered on Monday. Um, but Ashley and I are back in New York City. We're back. She's back. I've been back for a week. You just got back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll update you guys on our trips. Um, first and foremost, you guys have emailed us, messaged us about coronavirus and our tours. We want to give you guys just a quick update um, as we're getting updates. And we'll obviously always um, tell you guys what's going on. So um, per Live Nation, we've been instructed to move our Texas tour. Um, so that's, that's what we're doing for the end of March. Yeah. So Texas is moved, uh, postponed. They're not canceled. We will have new dates as soon as humanly possible. Um, this is, you know, not exactly our choice, but we, we do understand it is most likely for the best at this point, um, for the safety of you guys, for the performers, for the openers, we're not, we weren't going to be able to do what we really wanted to do. You guys are obviously going to get a much better show later in the year. So that's just what it is. Your tickets will apply most likely. So you will have a ticket for whenever the next show is. We can't, I don't want to say anytime. It's going to be as soon as as possible. And we will announce on the podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, everywhere you communicate with us, the new dates will be announced. No other changes. Yep. At this moment, Philly's still a go. Florida's still a go. Everything is still a go. This is just March, Texas, Dallas, Houston, Austin. And it sucks. You know, we're just trying to do the right thing. Yep. And as soon as uh, as soon as we know more about April, we'll let you know. But until we are told to move these dates, absolutely. Um, we'll be there. We'll be with you guys. And uh, we're working on new dates. And so hopefully we'll be there as soon as possible. And in the meantime, guys, just stay safe. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe find somebody in your building to have sex with in case you're quarantined. I have um, already. And, uh, you know, buy some canned food. Stay safe out there, guys. Yeah. I can stock up on your daily harvest and your HelloFresh and your Legacy and, Box. And, and your, your local rich- Take your ritual vitamins. Yeah. Also, I love how everybody's calling it by its Christmas. Christian name now. It's like COVID-19. Like the early days were coronavirus and then everyone started getting technical with this shit. It's like that meme that says like now because people are trying to get work canceled. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to try. Work has been canceled. Work, school. Everything. 
Um, all right. So we're back. Um, a little update. I did not go to Bali. I've been hyping this Bali trip for so long. I was so excited to go. Um, really, we were away for two and a half weeks and I like couldn't sleep the night before I had to go. And I just felt like I don't want to take another trip. I don't want to be alone for five days. I just didn't feel like touring around and doing all this stuff. I just like couldn't get it up for it. I was exhausted. I was like ready to come back to New York um, because this Corona stuff had started happening. I also just didn't want to be in a million airports and planes outside of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everybody was, I mean, I didn't cancel a trip and just get no money back. I canceled the trip. I got my money back and I, I bought a one way home. So yeah. um, I came home and I'm happy that I did it. And uh, Bali will be there when, when I decide to go back and uh, I'm excited to, to reschedule it, but I was happy to come home. Yeah, I mean, I knew you were going to. Ashley has been dying to say I told you so. I, you guys, you know I love being right. It is my love language. I knew Raina wasn't going to go to Bali. The second she booked the trip, I told Meryl earlier in the trip, I said, Raina's not going to Bali. Meryl said, what? I said, I know her better than she knows herself. She's not going. <laughs> sure enough, I waited. And I, when you canceled that trip, I just, you know, I love to be right. I <laughs> live for it. I was knew you weren't going to want to go. <laughs> Listen, I, but sometimes I win. I told you I thought the Texas was going to get canceled. You didn't think so. Three hours later, Tom Hanks got diagnosed with the coronavirus and everything got canceled. Tom Hanks, true Sarah, same birthday. America's sweetheart. No, I mean, I do think you weren't going to go regardless, but it was the right choice given the circumstances. I like you, you weren't going to go to Indonesia. That wasn't going to be your best bet. You were, you originally had to fly through. South Korea. It would have taken me 10 hours to go from New Zealand to Bali. It would have taken me like 27 to come back. I would have had to stop in Korea. I had to reroute all that. And it just, it really felt like I didn't want to be outside of the country and away from home and traveling no, yeah. for 27 hours. This would have been three days ago. So yeah, I didn't know. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I, Mexico, it was, it was a go. No one gives a fuck about this in Mexico. Mexico's like, you drink one sip of the water here. You have the coronavirus, you know, like we don't give a fuck. Gotten it there. Yep. They're I like, actually don't even think it's that many cases there. In, in comparison to really anywhere else, probably even the US. I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, but I went to Mexico for like probably one of the greatest trips I've ever taken in my life. Uh, my One of my girlfriends, it was her birthday. She, she rented this house for us. It was a four-story mansion overlooking the ocean in Cabo. Uh, 14 girls, um, you know, we, but it was a full staff, like chefs, maids, bartenders, open bar at all times. Like it was the most epic trip I've ever taken in the most gorgeous house I've ever seen in my life Four like four levels. Meryl and I had this like suite it, with like the best view. Like it was, we just partied, but we had like breakfast, lunch, and dinner cooked for us in house, like all the drinks we could want. We went out one night, went to Squid Row in Cabo, which is just like the most fun place. And, um, it was like, I cannot recommend it enough. And it, it was expensive. I mean, she she paid for the house. We all pitched in for like the food and drinks and all that kind of stuff. But like even broken down, it wasn't like that extravagant. Like that's how I want to travel. Like I love a big group of girls. It was like a sorority house at all times. Everyone had their own space and like meals around the clock. You don't have to coordinate a girl's dinner. 14 girls going to dinner is a fucking nightmare. Like we stayed at the house. We party when we went out one night. We laid by the pool. We got tan. Like it was incredible. I'm happy for you. Why are you looking at me like that? I was just thinking about the trip and I was like, I came back to New York, it was pouring down rain. Um, everything smelled like pee. I went back to my apartment. And I yeah. food. It was, yeah. And I was just like it was living different. my best life, my life in Cabo. Was just, it was a different vibe. Why are you looking at me like that? Because my life was different last week. <laughs> but I can't recommend it enough. Like 
if you if you want to look look it up, it's called Mantea Maison Villas. I think that's their website. Like anyone can stay there. I mean, it's re- a lot of celebrities stay there. We know some. We're not allowed to say we, we're not supposed to know in the first place. It's very like very famous people, athletes stay there. So um, can't recommend that enough. Like you know, you get to a point in your life, you're an adult. I mean, you know, it was her 40th birthday. That's what she wanted to do. Fall I'm like, out. live your truth. That's she, that, people spend that on a wedding. On a wedding, more, more than a, she's not married. So go go ahead, girl. That's go what I'm off. saying. I was like, how much more? Would we all want to do this then go to a wedding? I would. I mean, I love the idea of a girl's trip over a wedding. Yeah. In like a mansion in Cabo. Yeah, I'll do that any day. Also, camera Squid Row. What a place. <laughs> I always knew about it from Kristen Cavallari, but that place is lit. What no, is it? No rules. A manager at the place grabbed my ass. I didn't care. An employee of the venue. Like a manager. Sexually assaulted you and you were like, go off, fam. It's just like this, you know, Mexican man that works there better than some like white frat guy. I was like, I'm here for it. Do it. If that's how you guys roll here. (laughs) He didn't finger me. He just smacked my ass as I was going up the stairs. But it would have been nice. But I would have taken girls all week. Like if somebody slipped a finger inside of you, somebody's going to come for me for this. Someone's going to be mad. I'm not condoning it, but I was going up the stairs. This guy was behind me. He tapped me on the ass a little bit. And I was like, I don't care. Like that place is crazy. So there was like girls running around doing jello shots and stuff. They'll come up to you. They'll put a jello shot in your mouth. These are women that work there. You know, it's a little different. Girl on girl. People are going to be upset by this. I don't fucking care. It's Mexico. They'll put a jello shot in your mouth. Shake your then titties. they'll grab your head, put your head in their titties. You're motorboating them. They smack you in the ass, grab you by the tits, send you on your way. While you got a mouthful of Jello, you like got some action. No, I like to do the Jello shots, but there, it's just like one of those places. It's just no rules. It's fucking nuts. Well, you don't go to a place like this if you're afraid of if being, you're being touched. Easily like, offended. I didn't, I didn't take. I didn't go to spring break in Cabo because I was like so demure. I went because I wanted to be a filthy whore. Yeah. <laughs> You get it. I, I feel was, seen. I was 19 and I was ready to drink purple drinks and have sex with strangers. Sorry, dad. Like when that guy like tapped my ass, I like, like a, I, my face got red, like a weird feeling washed over me and I felt so pissed. Horny. No, I felt like pissed, like violated. And then I was like, squid row. <laughs> squid row, man. And then you just like, you just dabbed and kept walking. I just dabbed. Uh, yeah, I gave him a hand job. We went about our night. Say hand sanitizer with hand sanitizer. Do you think people are giving hand sanitizer hand jobs? <laughs> I don't know, but I spit after I gave a blowjob the other day, and that is what I'm doing for myself and society. Good for you. Oh, thank you. I don't know that. What you think that's more sanitary than swallowing it? Sure. It's in your mouth. If there's Corona in there, you got it. Listen, just let me feel like I did the best thing for my body. Um, guys, speaking of that, we have a full episode dedicated to the most graphic, embarrassing, gross, but normal sex stuff. You can imagine this full, like we're talking bodily fluids. Listen, poop and smells and butt stuff. Yeah, dicks, vaginas, the whole thing. Everything. Uh, toilet paper in your vagina. Yeah. We didn't put that on the outline, but I want to not I thought, I thought it was on there. It's still in there. I mean, you're not going to forget about it. You probably have some in your vagina right now. So do you want to look? <laughs> there's another, there's a man in this room that I've had sex with. Do you, did, oh we'll my talk about God. It later. <laughs> no, you cannot leave people hanging like that. Jeremy's here. Jeremy's here. Listen, we had sex a really long time ago. Jeremy should go boys. <laughs> Do you want to 
Uh, sorry, he's yelling at me at Brunch Boys. He wants oh, me to he's throw his handle. Out. He wants you to throw out his Instagram Swipe up, handle. you guys, swipe up. Listen, guys, we had sex like four and a half years ago. 10 out of 10, cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, and she, I, I know for a fact that that's the truth. You're not just saying that because he's in the room. No, I didn't I didn't mind having sex. Did you like having sex with me? Jeremy, you can talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to interrupt your podcast. No, did you like having sex with me? Yeah. Thank you. He said yes. One of your one of his only repeat customers, right? Yeah, you don't have a lot of repeat customers. That is a great endorsement. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy generally just finds somebody at a bar, sleeps with them, and never talks to them again. But he came back for repeat sessions with me. This is not a good endorsement for him at this point. It's a great endorsement for me. Though. For you, it's my blowjobs are excellent. Yeah. Did you swallow that? You swallowed Jeremy's cum. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that Jeremy's all the he's just in the corner. I think that all the crying during sex really made me not want to. He was crying, not me. No, Marina. <laughs> oh my god, do we just guys? We got a lot going on. Jeremy's filming. That's why he's here. He's not yeah. just sitting in the corner masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like cucking the podcast. <laughs> poor Dewey. Dewey, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, you're so poor. Poor Dewey. Jeremy is so calm and pleasantly just sitting in the corner. You're wonderful. Oh my gosh. You guys know which guest I had sex with. I want to, um, since I just talked about like not caring that men have been groping me, um, I do want to do a little women's empowerment PSA. I, oh, that's good. This is a perfect segue into this. Yeah. I exclusively on my long flights to Sydney and uh, New Zealand to LA uh, watched only women's empowerment films. So I watched on the basis of sex on the, on the way to Sydney with Ruth Bader Ginsburg's story. Mm-hmm. Was I, it good? I oh, I loved it. it. I loved it so much. It, it focuses basically on just how they were able to kind of like change the law for like equal rights between men and women. Like it's, I didn't know, but I didn't know her about her husband. I didn't know too much about her, you know, story back then, which is incredible. She was like a wife and a mother and she was in Harvard Law School and then her husband got cancer and she was taking his classes for him. It's fucking nuts. And then they kind of like worked together to like change the law. And then on the way back, I watched Bombshell. Have, oh, is that the first time you've seen it? Yeah. <gasps> we haven't talked about it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Did you cry? I cried. I cried a lot. Whatever. <laughs> and then this documentary called This Changes Everything. I told you to watch it. You told it. me to watch it. Yeah. I watched it. I don't know. Netflix, Hulu, you, you guys will find it. It's called This Changes Everything. Don't damn us. Um, but just about women, not being enough women in Hollywood in terms of directors, not so, not so much actors, but also that, but like on the production side, how it was like so male dominated and how these women like banded together to change it. And it's really, it's really amazing. I loved it. I can't recommend it enough. Like all these films just remind you like how far we have come and like not to stop, but you know, like I think the Fox stuff from bombshell was not that long ago. Like the Harvey Weinstein stuff was not that long ago. I mean, you watched on the basis of sex and what was, what it was like in like the fifties. Like even you forget sometimes how crazy it was then that women were just like expected to be stay at home mothers and not have real jobs. And like how the way she was treated by being a woman at Harvard law school, like all these things are just, I think they're important to watch because they're like reminders of how far we've come and they're inspiring to like keep pushing forward for equality and fight back against like sexual harassment and rape culture and all these kind of things. And I just like, I overloaded myself on this trip. No, I think that bombshell is really important specifically also because I know that these things like the Me Too movement get sensationalized in the media and everyone talks about it and then it just goes away and then we just forget about it. And I think it's so important that we're still making movies about this. It's still very 
current in pop culture that we are still reminding women all the time this happens, this keeps happening, this is not okay that this happens, tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody. So I love that we're still making movies about this. And yeah. like everybody knows about Fox and Roger Ailes and it's still important to remind people like what happened and that this yeah. can keep happening. And I mean, Harvey Weinstein just got finally sentenced like it's not too little too late. It's too late. It's fine. I'm glad it happened. I mean, Roger Ailes, he he got outed and then he fucking died. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's going to die, you know, if somebody doesn't kill him in jail. You know, R. Kelly's on his... He's fucking old. Like, these men should have been caught so many years ago and prosecuted so many years ago, but it doesn't matter. It's still happening and we're on the right path now. Like, this just didn't used to happen. Well, I mean, I worked in restaurants my whole life, you know, since I was 15. Yeah. And I'm... Um, people just got away with murder, like chefs and owners. Like I, I think about like as a young waitress, the way that like people touched me or mm -hmm. like the way that the people who owned the restaurant would touch me. And like, that wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. And I think that like this stuff is just not a hot take. It's just, it's been let to run rampant. I don't even know that I thought that much about it at the time. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's just important. Keep talking about it. Keep reminding these people this can happen. And Harvey Weinstein's go to jail for 23 years. I know it's amazing. He's, he's just going to fucking die though. He looks just like Roger Ailes. Look, they, they were, with their walk with a cane oh, or a walker. It's, so disappointing. it's like, I don't know how much of it is being played up for sympathy, but like, fuck these guys. And like, part of me is like, good. I hope he fucking dies. The other part of me is like, I hope, I hope he, he suffers. I hope he lives the 23 years. I know. He's not going day. to, but oof, he's going to get fucked up in jail. I love oh, it. I hope people just kill him. <laughs> but almost like to the point of death, but not death. Also guys, you if know, your right employer, if your employer touches your butt at work, that's different. <laughs> People are going to feel like, I can't believe she went from grab my ass at Squid Row. It's Ashley's body and it's her choice, it's okay? It's her choice to get fingered by the manager of Senior Frogs in Cabo <laughs> if she wants to. My body, my choice. I'm sexually harassing the video guy right now. He knew I wanted it. I was wearing a short skirt. I had it coming. I'm kidding. What were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing a short skirt and a thong. And he probably, probably no bra. saw my ass cheeks. But no, I, I want to make it very clear that nothing enrages me more than a guy thinking he can grab your ass or grope a woman in public or anywhere. Uh, I would physically hurt somebody or get them kicked out of a bar as, as we all should. Um, but this was just different. It was like, just, it wasn't even sexual. It was like this guy that worked there. Like to get, it was like a little Mexican love tab to, to move me out of the way. And I, I just, I just had to make a joke about it, but, um, you know, gotta be clear of the difference here and that I didn't actually feel violated and had, I felt that way I would have taken action, but, um, okay. I want to move on. Raina, I want to hear about some of your sexual escapades as of late. You, you do I have anything sexual I want to talk about? People, people miss your sexual encounters. And I feel like last, last week, week they got the a little whole intro they, was about me fucking this guy. They got a little taste and they want more. So you have fucked someone else since you got back. <laughs> So, hey, guys, I want to tell you that it didn't really work out long term with Raina and the guy from Tampa. It made it sense. He's not from Tampa. He's from fucking Tampa. Listen, I love Tampa, but he's Colombian. Okay. Wait, can I jump in? Guys, there was a moment in time where the guy from Tampa that Raina met in, in Australia was considering meeting her in Bali. Oh, I forgot. I got super drunk. I went in this hot tub by myself because Ashley wouldn't come in with me. <laughs> All I was, I was left to my own devices for like an hour and a half in the hot tub drinking. And I convinced this person drunk to fly to Bali to meet me. Yeah. And he was going to do it. I had to back him off. You did. A, yeah. <laughs> but then when you fully cancel the trip, I go, Rainer, are you going to tell him? And you go, I don't fucking care about him. <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you talked? Did you talk to him after that? Did you like end this when you left the country? Um, I had like a really good sexting, um, like situation with him while we were in the airport. I was with you. Um, <laughs> we're flying somewhere from Australia to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, while we were in the lounge at the airport, him and I were sexting pretty heavily. Talked about going to Bali together, and then that was it. Yeah, we shut it down. So. I don't even know this. I can't believe I don't know this. That I was sitting across after from you, you left, cheese. like New Zealand, and canceled Bali. Did you talk to him again ever? Are you? Are no, you, you guys are not talking. In the last week, we're not talking. You broke up. <laughs> it's really he went to Bali and you weren't there. I would break up with somebody too. He's like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm at the airport." You're like, "Oh, I didn't go." Okay, listen. Men have done worse things to women for decades, so I don't think it's like the worst thing ever. They let him just like fly to Bali. He didn't go. Guys, he didn't, didn't go. go. But um, no, honestly, I I did invite him. I would have been fine with him coming. I actually thought it would be like a fun, funny thing because I was going by myself. Whatever, just come, like live your life. Yeah. Um, also, this is not a person I'm trying to date long term, so it's like whatever. Come to Bali. We'll fuck in the jungle. Yeah. But um, he wanted to come for all five nights, which I understand because it's a, like a ten hour flight. Yeah. Um, but I was like, if you could just make it three nights, and he didn't want to do that, so then we just stopped talking. Okay. So you guys broke up. I we mean, whatever. Up. It was a fun like one vacation, one night stand. Yes. Because you had to come back and be with your real boyfriend. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's... God damn it. Okay, listen. I've been sleeping with my neighbor for a year. We have our anniversary. My one-year anniversary of moving into the building was last week. So I think our one-year anniversary of sleeping together is in like two or three weeks. It was March Madness. (laughs) I remember because you did not come meet me at this party you were supposed to because you had met your neighbor. Yes, I met my neighbor. Um, Yes, we have our one-year anniversary of sleeping together coming up. I don't think he listens to the podcast, so fuck it. I don't care. I'll talk about it. Um... Yeah, he asked me, I don't know why he likes me because I'm like not a good version of myself around him. I'm not like fun or funny in any way. Um, But yeah, he came over, he like brought a drink down. I got ready in the bathroom, did my hair and we like went out to dinner, drinks, came back, had some wine, had sex. I I guess we're in a relationship. You guys are (laughs) fully dating. (laughs) We're planning your one year. I just like, I cannot like stress how hard I nailed this. Like not him, but like the situation. Also him. I don't well, I actually did a great job the other night because I wanted it to end. And so like I got on top and like rode into town. <laughs> <laughs> I got the horses in the back. <laughs> I like looked down at myself and I was like, God damn, girl, you're doing great. That's a workout for you. I know. This is the most exercise. I might. So we're going to get quarantined probably. Yeah. I don't know this. I'm not a doctor. But um, if that happens, I might, number one, get bored enough to exercise. But number two, I found somebody in my building that has to have sex with me. I know. You nailed I, it. I nailed it. Yeah. I feel like your building has like a a lot of hot guys you haven't even tapped into yet. I haven't really. T- I just don't. I really have yet to see them. Like I don't know. It's like the. I think because I have such odd hours. Like I have been in the lobby before at like rush hour times when people are like coming home from work, and I was like, this, this is like a party down here. But I'm just so off. Like I am not in the the common areas the same time as like a person with a day job. So allegedly there is a hot guy that lives two doors down. Have yet to see him. Uh-huh. I told the doorman, let me know when he goes to the gym. Buzz me down there. Are I'll go down him? there and check him out. You told the doorman that. Yeah. You guys are in cahoots to sexually harass the no, I just said, residents of the building. I just said, <laughs> let me know if this alleged guy goes into the gym. Maybe I need a workout. <laughs> And I'll go down there. Every time every time I have seen a hot person in your building, they're either coming to or from the gym. Every time. It's yeah, always so a hot guy. That's I think there's it's just also hard to tell. Like I've seen like one or two guys, so have you, but like are they visiting? I don't know. As far as are they residents, are they not? But I, I mean, if we get quarantined, yeah, I'm gonna start knocking on doors. 
Yeah, like, hey, what's up? Do you have any wine? Uh, do you want to fuck? Do you need wine? Do you need daily harvest smoothies? I'm stocked. All right, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let's actually start. Like, people, this is not really the topic. The topic is going to get a little more, like, bodily related. But we, we'll just start with this. Make it, like, give, give a few tips. You guys did ask us how to take nudes and we took a lot of nudes in the last month because we were in a lot of hotels and so i, I don't know i you want to give some nude tips you're a pro you get artsy you got super artsy at that hotel in melbourne that was crazy I, here's the i'll give this is my one tip um this was a pose that really worked out for me i was sitting cross-legged the, there was just a mirror by the bed that's why this works so well mm-hmm. the, which is a, pl- a hotel without enough mirrors and no full-length mirrors. I'm out of here. Who's fucking here? I know. There's no mirrors? So there was a mirror right by the bed, and I just sat sat up, cross-legged. So I'm naked, fully naked. I had my socks on, which is kind of cute. I wore like Argyle, like dad socks. I didn't even mean to. I sleep in socks. I cannot stress enough how important it is to put on socks. And then you text somebody, do you like my new socks? Ooh! Yeah, I know. It's a, or a hat, but socks are key. They, oh, they weirdly are these socks I took from my dad. This is awkward. Um, So I was wearing my dad's <laughs> socks and my nudes. So sit cross-legged. That covers your vagina, mm-hmm. you know? And then I did one hand like kind of down, like diagonal, covering mm-hmm. one nip. Also pushes a little cleave up. And then the other arm is holding the phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that so you don't arms actually are just kind of And like the, totally. the trick of like looking good in any photo, and there's lots of these like t- tutorials on TikTok and stuff like that. And Rain and I are always like coaching each other when we're taking these photos of each other is always to keep straight pointed lines. Like pointed toes, long arms, long lean limbs. Cross your legs, drape that one hand diagonal over your other leg and then the one hand holds the phone you're covering your titties you're covering your vagina full nude it was hot i think it's so hot and i think like listen it's a little shocking to open a phone and see like a full-on vulgar like up close vagina shot i mean some people want that there's a time and a place don't get me wrong but (laughs) i think there's the insinuation of sex is so sexy and like that's gonna get a guy hard just as much as your naked titties, you know? Yeah. And I just like to think, like, you know, if somebody sends this to somebody, like, how embarrassed am I gonna be? Like, if that photo like showed up on the internet, you'd be like, great. I totally 100% agree with you. Any sexy photo I've ever sent, I've asked myself, if this ends up on the internet one day, am I okay with it? The answer is yes. I have yet to send like full close up titty or vagina shots. I don't know if I ever will. Maybe it's just not for me. Everybody's different. I don't think I've sent any. Yeah. I just, my face is never in them. Yeah. Unless I have like a bra and underpants on. And then like if a bikini right. could cover it. I don't give a shit. Put it anywhere you want. I know. Like when I send that out, I was like, I hope this gets leaked. <laughs> it's my favorite photo I've ever taken. Um, we do obviously told, told you guys we took photos in bikinis and that bathing suit shop. I took a photo in the bath. Yeah. Tell me about your bath nude. Well, it's also like a specific like set up in the hotel room because there's a window, uh, there's a glass window mm-hmm. in between the room and the tub. So I took it in the reflection of the window and like you could see that my titties were like floating at the top of the water, mm-hmm. but you couldn't see any nipple, but like I'm wet. Yeah. Anytime you could be wet <laughs> and, and the insinuation of nudity, but also again, it, not that I'm sending this to my brother, but it's not like explicit and you could see down into the tub, but my legs were crossed in the tub as well. So you couldn't actually see my vagina slit. Right. Yeah. You took a great one, like selfie style that showed like you were laying on your stomach with your feet crossed in the air with heels and like bare booty, which is a great shot. It's a great shot. I still have like a shirt on a little bit. So like the implication is butt stuff. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I had no panties on. And then, yes, heels. Can't recommend heels enough. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like I was taking a selfie, but I cropped my face out. Heels. The insinuation of heels and no panties on is just like. Yes. And then um, I haven't sent it yet, but I'm going to put like a little like moving peach up and down okay. on my butt crack and send it. Oh, Why? Why? You don't I want don't, full crack. I don't know if I want full crack for the person I'm definitely going to send it to. No, we're not there yet. We're just sending thirst traps, but we're not fucking yet. Yeah. We'll get there. Well, I, my nude that I, the one we're talking about, my best work to date, I didn't even get to send it because I had someone in mind and I was working up to it. So it was the final, it was going to be the final, the grand finale. Because it's a lot to send that as the first nude. I would never. I just, totally. I, I needed to suss him out a little mm-hmm. and I sent him like a shot in a robe that was like pretty good. Like it was t- t- top of the titties, sexy vibe and I didn't get the ex- it wasn't bad. I just didn't get the response I was hoping for, which is anything but like a look nice. You look nice in a robe. Doing good, bud. It was like <laughs> looking good, friend. Happened. Looking good, friend. <laughs> like any if guys, if you're listening, a girl sends you a photo of a garment that you say like I would like to take that off of you, or like the bare minimum is I wish I was there. Hard eyes. Hard eyes. Right. Can't wait to see that on the floor. Thank you. That's not even putting yourself out there. Not at all. It's not that you, that's not even dirty talk. Like would love to see it on the floor. Would love to take that off you. Bare minimum. I wish I was there. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get any of that. So the nude really never, it's never gone out. It's still in the, it's still like waiting. Um, I'm so glad it's in my drafts. I'm so glad that we did that sexting episode, um, months ago, because I feel like this made us feel better about that reaction. Cause like so many girls sent us their boyfriend's responses Mm -hmm. to sexting and their men were all like, great, super looking good. Yeah. Shit like that. So like, at least I'm like, okay, this is what a lot of guys do. It's not that like you looked bad. It's just like a lot of guys get this stuff. They're like, I don't know what to do. Right. Like I do hard eyes, water droplets. It just, it, this wasn't like the end of the road with this person. I just was like, I'm not going to send him the full blown. Nude. No, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You didn't do anything to deserve this. Step least, your sexting game up. I sent a bikini photo and at least I got a holy fuck back. Yeah. Like I don't, and that's fine too to me. I don't need somebody to be like, I want to be inside of you. I mean, totally. I would, I'll, take, I'll take it. I would love it. I would prefer it. <laughs> But any, like, give us something different than, like, <laughs> looking good, friend. No, I'm kidding. That was that meme. That's my favorite meme. But that girl sent a nude and then he wrote back, looking good, friend. I can't even. The it's, thought of it makes me, like, slowly want to start cutting myself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I like these tips for how to send them. I, I think you did the right thing. You didn't, like, step up your game the next yeah. time around. Like, I have a photo that I like to send to people. I retake it every time. But like where I'm like, we talked about this the, like where I'm slipping my hand into my underpants. I'm insinuating masturbation. That's pretty high level. But that's very high. Like, like black like, diamond. You got to be like fucking a person. You, 100%. You that's not like a new relationship kind of photo. My go-to new relationship sexy pick is bikini top cleavage. Mm-hmm. So I used to have, a, I remember when I was first dating one of my exes, like I went to Miami and I, this bikini just really pushed my titties up and I took it kind of like looking up. And then on this last trip, I took one like laying on my stomach on the beach, you know, your, t- your titties are like hanging down. They're kind of pushed together. Mm-hmm. So you get like a lot of good cleavage kind of looking off to the side. My hair was blowing. Like that one was, that's, I like to start with some like bikini cleavage yeah. on a vacay. Start simple. 
Something that it would be okay if like your dad saw it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, but I wouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can't go too. I went too hard too soon once and I sent this oh, guy. God, what? I just, I, we hadn't slept together and I took like a similar like selfie style. I'm laying on the bed, selfie style, like full butt out naked. You could see I'm not wearing a bra, like full back, yeah. full butt. I just think it's like too much to start with mm-hmm. for first time out. We hadn't fucked yet. Oh, that's, I mean, that's what makes a difference. Yeah, you unfucked. He really, like, put me to shame. He didn't respond for, like, two hours. He's the only ex that I care about who I want to know that I'm successful still. I just, I I need him to know. He's got to know. He probably knows, right, Jeremy? Can't you fucking ask? (laughs) Oh, Jeremy knows him. (laughs) All right. Well, that's our, that's our new tutorial. Our new tutorial. Um... Trademarked. Yes. TM. And uh, let's run through some partners and knock them out of the way. Yeah. And then we'll get into some of the dirtier, nastier stuff. stuff. All right. I am telling you guys about Legacy Box. We haven't talked about them in a while. I'm so excited to to bring them back. Um, Okay. So if you guys aren't familiar, it is a super simple mail-in service to have all your home movies and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. I don't really understand the cloud. Maybe you guys do. You can put it in the cloud. So this is basically taking all of your old, even VHSs, uh, DVDs that you might have, home videos and photos, anything you have like that in your scrapbooks, documentation of any sort, and you just basically put it in this box and send it off to them and they digitize it for you and send it back to you in the format that you prefer super insured. They're like crazy five times insured. So there's very little chance that anything would ever get lost. I don't think they've ever even lost anything. So we know they know your memories are important and you never want to lose them. So, I mean, this is a great project to do. We're spring cleaning. We're getting rid of, rid of a lot of stuff. My family has been procrastinating on it. We are getting around to it, but we have the box. We have it at my parents' house and we've slowly been collecting stuff and putting it in the box so we can have it in a digital format. So that's kind of what we're doing. People love doing this kind of stuff with, with wedding photos, babies, first steps and, and children children growing up, family vacations, all that kind of stuff. It's just a great way for you to easily and affordably digitally preserve your past. Also, Legacy Box makes for an amazing Mother's Day gift, Father's Day gift, birthday gifts, holiday gifts, anniversary for your parents, for your family. I can't recommend enough. I never know what to do for Mother's and Father's Day. This is like a perfect thing. And the process from start to finish is so easy. Again, you pack and send. Their team digitizes everything by hand and then you enjoy. So you get back perfectly preserved digital copies on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud, like we mentioned, ready to watch, share, and enjoy. And they do keep you up to date with regular email updates throughout the digitizing process. And we are giving you guys a discount. Get started preserving your past today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash GGE to get an incredible 40% off your first order. Buy today to take advantage of this exclusive offer. Send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash GGE and save 40% while supplies last. So no promo code on this one. The link is going to have the discount automatically applied. LegacyBox.com slash GGE. Yes. And when we're talking about your memories, let's talk about Zola. Um, so we talked about this before, guys. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by having your wedding website, registry, invites, and guest list manager all in one place. Okay. I think that this is imperative for every single couple and for every single wedding guest. It could not make weddings simpler. It's a free wedding website design. They've helped over a million couples get married. They collect addresses. They track online RSVPs. There's a free guest list manager. They will help you with invites, the paper for the invites. Um, I 
planned a wedding at one point. Uh, it is so stressful. There are so many boxes to check. There are so many things you don't even think about that all of a sudden are like a priority. And as a guest, I always think I throw, invi- and I throw invites away. I don't know where the ceremony is. I'm texting the bride the day before her wedding. All these things are really, really stressful. So this helps to centralize everything, put it in one place. You build this website. There's an FAQ page. There is an online RSVP page. And then guests can also shop your registry right from your site. So they'll know what to get you. Um, and then you guys can put everything in one simple, affordable place, add gifts from other stores, sync existing registries, all kinds of stuff. There's free and easy exchanges, 20% off post-wedding discounts, all kinds of stuff in one place. I cannot stress this enough as a wedding guest, how many times you throw like wedding events away all the time, right? Uh, yeah, I can't. save that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about Zola. If you don't have it, if you're not on Zola, I'm not coming to your wedding. <laughs> Yes. Also put stuff on there that's a little uncomfortable to answer. If people can have a plus one, if people can bring their kids, things like that, just let the let the website be a jerk for you. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, and as always, we're going to give you guys a discount. So to get 50% off your save the dates, go to Zola.com slash GGE and use the promo code save 50. You can also get a free personalized paper sample before your purchase. That's 50% off save the dates at Zola.com slash GGE with promo code save 50. All right. Well, let's get into our juicy topic for today. <laughs> no pun intended. I do want to start with vaginas. With vaginas. Vagina. So I'm glad these vaginas around here. It's your little giny. Really <laughs> we like good. to say cute words because vaginas are gross. Ew. Um, <laughs> we we asked you guys what you want to hear about. So we're going to we're gonna talk about that stuff. And I, I'm so glad we're doing this. I think this is the stuff that like doesn't get talked about that much. Like period sex and smelly vaginas. And, and overwhelmingly, you guys want to talk about queefing. Should we just open with queefing? Just like, let's just get it out of the way. I, I said to Ashley this morning, I was like, I can't believe I'm Googling like what are normal vagina smells. And it's on my way over here. I Googled like how to stop queefing. You can't. What is my life? Do you want to read you the definition of queefing? You want to, you good with starting with queefing just to knock it yeah, out? Let's just, I don't have that much to say about it. Was it was overwhelmingly yeah. on. We, so we asked you guys, um, also just let me back up. This topic, I was inspired to do it by a Facebook thread. So someone in our Facebook group wrote, what are your most embarrassing sex stories? They were, so many of them were related to queefing, farting, all these things. And I called Raina and I'm like, hear me out. <laughs> Full episode dedicated to weird sex body stuff. She was like, say no more, fam. So um, we were we were inspired by by you guys. And then we posted on Instagram store Instagram questions. Uh, tell us what you want to hear. Every other response was queefing. So... It's just vaginal flatulence, guys. <laughs> Vag flatch. Um, it's just the the definition from I think this is like health.com uh, is the it's simply the release of air that has been trapped in your vagina, which tends to occur during a workout when you're sitting cross-legged or after something is placed inside the vagina, which could be a penis. I'll say this. I don't really know if I've had any crazy queefing experiences during sex, but sometimes I like sit down too hard and I feel like I got a little poof. Like, like I relax hard. Like if I've been up and about and I just like take a seat and I'm wearing some loose fitting pants, I'm like, I, my vagina just farted. Wait, really? I mean, it's like everybody's body's different. I'm not shaming you. Everybody's body's totally It's not all the time, but like air comes out of the vagina sometimes. If if, you're just walking around huffing and puffing out of your vagina. I'm not, but every once in a while I'll like take a seat too hard and I'm like, (laughs) did anyone hear that? Andrew Collin was telling me he knew these girls that used to just, they could just like queef on demand. Like I don't really, I don't really know there's anything you can do. And I just don't think any guy should care or really does care. Like I, my take on it is tell them that means the sex was good. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a chef's kiss of sex. <laughs> 
<laughs> like you were just you pounding all that goodness into yes, me. Yes, like, something had to come out. Yes, yes. Like, if you tell a guy that this had to do with that good D, he's gonna tell he's all gonna, of his he's friends. He's gonna tell. Yeah, absolutely. Let's I, start I love this that. movement. Um, I think that you. I mean, obviously, we're not doctors, but I love that we did a little research for this, and I, everything I researched said the same thing. It happens to everybody. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It's not like doing Kegel exercises are gonna like tighten up your vagina. It has nothing to do with how tight your vagina is. Um, mm-hmm. it's happened to me like twice ever that I can remember. It's just like not a thing that ever happens to me. Um, cause probably I do those Kegels really well. I mean, uh, Kegels can't hurt, I think in life, but also not right, necessary. Doing right now. Can you tell? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, like you get like, fucked really hard on like when you're laying down, you sit up and like, yeah, yeah. that's when I think it normally happens. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. If I'm, I'll say this and you know, I want to make this known throughout. If you feel like anything is abnormal and excessive, talk to your doctor. We can't stress that enough. If you're like, I literally queef 12 times a sex session, ask your doctor, you know, but the occasional queef is totally normal and no guy should shame you for it. I think guys know this happens. I don't hear guys say bad things about it. Like a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about today is based on research we've done, our own experiences and having so many men around us and their input through this podcast and just having so many guy friends and stuff in general. So I hear guys talk about sex all the time. Nobody, Nobody's out here can you believe this happened at a queef? Never heard the word in like a conversation with men ever. Yeah. I have four brothers. I have a brother, three stepbrothers, not that we're like talking about queefing, but like, I mean, I've been around them and their friends. We have tons of guy friends. I have never once heard a guy talk about sex and be like, oh man, can you you believe it? Like you're welcome to address it, I think, because I think people don't want you, they don't want their partner to think that it was a, a fart. So I think it's fine to be like, Oh, sorry. Like that just means the sex is really good. Like make a joke about it. Uh Own it. Be confident. Don't get so embarrassed and run away. Farting a little different. I even would be embarrassed to fart during sex and in the bedroom, but it's happened to all of us. And guys have farted during like blowjobs. Like we could yeah. girls tell us that like guys fart during a blowjob during sex. Like people fart. Um, it's not yeah. my ideal. I don't hope it happens to me, but yeah. it happens. So it happens. We all, it's happened to all of us. Give it a little chef's kiss. Tell them that means a dick is good. And if it's excessive, talk to your doctor. <laughs> chef's kiss. I cannot. <laughs> like my vagina just burped a little bit to say thank you. Can you imagine you queef and you're like, mm. <laughs> you're so, so glad we have video today. <laughs> Did we even say that's why Jeremy's here? He's doing the video. Um, Maybe at some point. He's- so yeah, I just wanted to knock that out because it was overwhelming. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about vagina? So gonna, like I'm gonna, Raina's going to uh, be our, our, our vaginal smell Specialist. expert. Specialist. Our vaginal you know expert. I love the way my vagina smells. Um <laughs> Oh it does. It smells nice. Um, like I was saying to you like ha- yesterday, like how do we know like what a normal vagina smell is? Like what if like vagina smell to me is so different than you? Like what if my color pink is not your color pink? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is the most like medical research I did. Cause I re- so many people ask about vagina smells and I was like, okay, what makes a vagina smell differently? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> first of all, I just want to like get this out of the way. And I've said this before. A vagina is not <laughs> like a dick. The, the hole in your vagina is a gaping hole into the cavity of your body. That has to smell. Raina, you didn't have to say gaping. You didn't have to use that adjective. Mine's a tight little pretty one, but for some people, it's gaping. No. Like you, because you queef all the time. Yeah, obviously. I'm a huge hole. Or gaping-er. My vagina's tight. Um, it's probably not. 
I'm gonna. It's the only thing I haven't done is penetrate you. I put a tampon in in front of you the other day. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So I found this article. I really liked it. I'll tell you guys what it was. It's my favorite article. I found it's it's healthline healthline dot com, and the article is called "Molasses to Pennies: All the Smells a Healthy Vagina Can Be." Oh my god. And okay. It, it broke it down to all these. I mean, first of all, I just I like the smell of mine. Obviously, like your vagina is going to smell different if you haven't showered in a few days or you work out or mm-hmm. you're on your period. Um, I think there's like been days where I've smelled like maybe like bleach. You ever smelled like, as you, like there is a reason for that where okay. I felt like I've smelled like a, like a cleaning product. <laughs> um, no, I mean, my, my thing is like, I just think we should all know our bodies and what they smell like. Like, I had an incident. I think I've talked about it. We're not going to get into it because the story disgusts you. But where I did have a tampon stuck up there, actually, it probably will come up because we're going to talk about that later. But like, I could smell it because I know what I smell like. Like the most I I get vagina smell is after a workout. It's mostly after a flywheel class because you are sitting on a bike and your workout pants are pressed up into your vagina. Mm -hmm. And then you, I mean, it's not staggering to the, to somebody walking by, but I can smell it and I come home and shower. But when that smell changes, something's wrong. You might have bacterial vaginosis, mm-hmm. like in an overwhelming way. Mm-hmm. But you're going to talk about what's well. That normal. was that was the the whole gist of this was that there's all kinds of smells. If it suddenly changes, if it smells rotten, you might have bacterial vaginosis. See a doctor. Mm-hmm. If like if it smells aggressively fishy, fishy. Um, maybe see a doctor. Stuff like pennies. It's probably obviously your iron. You're on your period. Um, I thought this was interesting. If it's sweet like molasses, when we say sweet, we don't mean freshly baked cookies sweet. I was like, oh. My my pussy to smell like that. <laughs> they said it might be some bacteria. So I was like, um, okay, well, I'm trying to get that bacteria. Um, and chemicals like a newly cleaned bathroom. I was like, oh my God. It's bad. So, um, they didn't say it's bad. It just means that like maybe you're not. It can be bacterial vaginosis. It could also just be urine because um, there's ammonia in your urine. And so just yeah. sometimes you have higher amounts of ammonia. But yeah, the overall, if, if it's skunky like BO or like smoked herb, which I thought was like a funniest, <laughs> um, it smells like skunk. Um, it's probably emotional stress or exercise. That's totally fine too. Take a shower. Um, if it's fishy or there's a fillet smell, bacterial vaginosis, um, it can be all kinds of things. If it smells rotting, see a doctor. That's the overwhelming yeah. thing. But like, it's crazy to think that like it shouldn't smell or it should smell perfect. I've Every guy I've ever dated has wanted to go down on me, has enjoyed going down on me. Mm-hmm. I, I know that like probably like a lot of women are a little more scarred because they've heard men be like her pussy smelled so bad. It's like first of all dicks smell bad all the time too and fuck you and it's yeah. the inside of my body. Right. I'm going to do everything I can to clean it but honestly you're just lucky you're inside of it. Yeah exactly and I it's it, again it's a hole in your body it has a smell like I just I just used to worry a lot more about being being wet and like bodily fluids when I was younger and then you realize like that's great the more the better Mm -hmm. and just smells and things like that and I mean you just you're you're younger you're you're more worried about I remember that when you had your period in middle school it was like the most mortifying thing you could imagine now who fucking cares like I don't even care if there's blood in my pants I'm a woman but like it is just a guy that's saying that is is that's like an asshole type of guy and also guys like just we can't say enough like don't use douches they're bad for you they throw your ph off like shower normally I don't use a lot of scented body products. I'm always been really straightforward. I use Dr. Bronner's uh, hemp and peppermint is the best thing ever. It really wakes you up. It feels great on your butthole and your in your vag, and um, or like Dove sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Like if you have if you're feeling like you are having any sort of irritation anywhere, just switch to these better products. Totally. Talk to a dermatologist. Talk to your doctor, but don't stick a douche up there for the love of God. And you know we recommend 100% cotton tampons. I mean we use all the tampons and just. Whatever you're putting up there, be wary. Yeah. Um, and certain lubes. 
you know. Oh yeah, certain lubes. I mean, I prefer a water-based. A lube. Water-based. Lube. I just think it's better for like my sheets and my body and in general. Then and it's also like safer for toys. Like you're not supposed to get silicone lube on like toys. Oil, oil, oil-based lube. And yeah. Silicone-based lube. But yeah. so we, I recommend water-based lube. Um, we used to talk about the coconut-based lube, uh, woo, straight coconut oil can give people some irritation. So, I mean, j- again, just do your research on this stuff, but like don't douche and don't stress yourself out that your vagina doesn't smell like fucking roses. Okay. It doesn't have to. First of all, so I, I shower before I go on dates. I try to like shave and shower. Mm-hmm. I went on a date the other night. I showered right before. He went down on me. He kissed me after. There's no taste and no smell. I was so disappointed. You know, I just like the way it smells. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... If you're like on a date with a guy and you go back home with him, you think like things are going to get hot and heavy and you're really nervous, pop into the bathroom and just like spray a little water on it. Or or use like bring those wipes with you. Like oh, yeah, again, Lola like we, we, Lola or, you know, whatever brand you use of the vaginal wipes. Like I think those, if you are more self-conscious about it, those can be a game changer. Yeah. Mega babe. We love mega babe as a company in general. But I'm glad that you brought up being young because I remember feeling like I didn't really enjoy people going down on me when I was in like college, mm-hmm. just after college, because I always was so in my, I couldn't stop being in my head about like, what does this much smell like for them? And it's like, guys like it. They want to do it. Yep. They're not doing it to you if they don't like it. And I've been with like a handful of guys that just never like, like raise their hand to go down on you and it's because they don't enjoy it in general or maybe they're not good at it mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you right you know and so yeah I enjoy it and I just don't think about it they're not doing it because they're not going to do it if they don't like it yeah and if you're really you're like I don't know I feel like this is abnormal no guy will go down on me they go down there they pop back up my vagina stinks talk to your doctor doctors can't can't stress it enough Call um I want to talk about the way vaginas look I mean okay they look so vastly different. Like you can Google like a diagram of all the different types of vaginas. Like I just think this is one of those things of like, I know there are some conditions where they are enlarged labias and things like that. And I, I can't speak to that. I, I feel for those women. I hate that they would have body insecurities. I just don't think this is the thing guys care about either. They're just happy to be in there. Like, I don't know. I don't, my vagina is not super tucked in. I don't look like a little porn star, but it's not really super big either. I think it's just average. And some days it looks fucking big and crazy. And other days I'm like, I am a porn star. I never know what it's doing down there, but I just don't, <laughs> well, you how hot don't it is. stress about it. You cannot like just, just stop it. They all look different. I've never heard a guy complain about the way a vagina looks. And you listen, the guys that do fuck those people, that is a terrible thing to yeah. talk about, to say about a woman and all these like totally. terrible guys that are like, oh, really? beef and curtains. Fuck that guy. He's yeah. just lucky to be inside of you. Yeah. Every, you know that I didn't know until like for how sexual a person, I had no idea the vaginas were so vastly different. Like yeah. I knew the nipples were all different, but I just thought we like all had the same vagina and every guy I've ever fucked told me that I have the nicest vagina they've ever seen. And I learned that that's just a line. Oh my God. <laughs> They're like, it's so cute. <laughs> but you know, as I've watched more porn and just like research stuff, like obviously there's a million colors, shapes, mm-hmm. sizes. I've seen itty bitty clitties. I've seen giant clits. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think mine's like sort of normal the bigger the clit the easier for them to find it ladies also a lot of you guys in the comments said i heard guys want a fat vagina someone's like i heard guys like fat vaginas fat pussies fat labias like i have a it's po- just it's it varies there's nothing you can do about it yeah. own your vagina a guy that's going to ever shame you that guy's the fucking worst and most guys are not out here doing it i don't even i've never even really heard it my ex-boyfriend used to call me chubby badge <laughs> <laughs> right up 
She's I never like, told this you this. Is, this is her me too mo- moment. I was 21 years old. My boyfriend used to call me chubby vag or puffy vag. There is. There's just like, there's a lot to push into. There's it's a little nice. puff. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, like padded. Nice, listen, it's, you can cup it in one hand. It's little, but like, you yeah. know, yeah, it's, it's a padded vag. So you used to call me chubby vag because oh you can like God. poke it's it a like little bit. It's like a little bit. pin cushion. Yeah, it's nice. You can poke it. Oh my God. Look at it. Yeah, it's puffy. <laughs> but listen, it, I agree with you. It doesn't look the same every day. It it. I don't know. I, I I can't speak on this. I should have Googled it, but too late now. Um, I don't know. It, it changes. Also, it probably has to do with your cycle. And heat. It's all skin is subject to yeah. heat. My body looks different in the summer versus the winter. Yeah, and I think pro- probably a lot of it with your menstrual cycle. But yeah, I just want you women to own your bodies, be proud of them, know that the anything that you think a guy is judging you for, he's not, if he is not as much as you would ever think like, and the guys that do are not guys you should date. So be glad that you were able to weed them out in the first place. Absolutely. I heard somebody ask um, on a separate podcast, how do I just be confident during sex? And I think that that probably is a lot of like, I'm afraid of how my vagina looks, how it smells, how I look on top, things Mm -hmm. like that. And I just don't think guys think about this stuff that much. I I don't think think they do. They're happy to be there. Um, And affirmations help too. Like if that's going to sound like the so crazy, but like look in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful your vagina is. All I talk about is how much I let any guy go down on me, any man off the street, you can go down there. I don't fucking care. I'm proud of it. It's probably not the most beautiful. The smell is fine. Like have you're lucky you're down there. Tell that to yourself in the mirror. Affirmations. Listen to Hunter McGrady's episode. We talked about affirmations. Look yourself in the, look your vagina in the mirror. Eat a slice of pineapple <laughs> and tell yourself that your pussy's great. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. That's take not a, a myth. That's uh, like, you should eat pineapple. It's supposed to make your pussy uh, smell better. I remember the Kardashians myth. did that on an episode. They like all ate pineapple and then smelled each other's vaginas. It was really, really wild. Diet is related to everything, and the way you're, you know. People of different cultures smell different. It's because the way what they eat and what seeps through their pores. You know what I mean? It, it, it is what it is. Like I think that what you eat affects the way you smell, your body odor, your vagina odor, things like that. I think the clearly the healthier, cleaner you eat, the better you're probably going to smell. Yeah, all I eat is carbs, so my vagina smells yeasty. <laughs> um, also, guys, I, we're not going to get into a ton of like UTI, STD birth control even related stuff today, but that is on an episode we did called STDs, UTIs, and IUDs. IUDs, yeah. yes. So in, I don't know if that's the order, but go check that out. We had a professional on to talk about that kind of stuff. Even before we get into it, we're not going to dive into birth control here. People have wildly different opinions. Be safe. If you don't want to get pregnant, use contraception of some sort, whether that's your birth control, whether that's condoms. We're not advocating for either or, but you know what works. Do your research. Talk to your doctor. We're not going to go down that road today. Yeah. Just have a guy come on your face instead of inside of you. It's always safer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to take our second quick break to talk about other partners and then we're going to get back into a butt stuff. All right. I am going to tell you guys about Daily Harvest. I mean, no better time to stock up on your Daily Harvest than right now. Again, not trying to be doomsday prepper, but I did double my quantity for this week just to have it. It's in the freezer. These are full meals. Good to go. Um, we we love Daily Harvest so much, guys. We've, we've told you this. We are very passionate about it. I have a Daily Harvest smoothie six out of seven days a week for breakfast. Um, I love the bowls so much too. So... They offer smoothies, oat bowls, their harvest bowls, soups, 
these little uh, dessert bites that we love so much. They have coffee drinks, like so much stuff. Uh, they have they have a ton of stuff that you can choose from, and they deliver it right to your door. You can do a, a weekly subscription, but you can pause it whenever you want, and they send you a text. So they make it easy to eat more fruits and vegetables. Thoughtfully sourced, chef crafted foods that can be prepared in five minutes or less. Truly, uh, they work directly with farms to harvest organic fruits and vegetables at their peak, and then freeze them within twenty four hours to lock in their nutrients. So everything stays fresh until you're ready to enjoy it. Sixty five different options again, like smoothies, soups, harvest bowls, and overnight oats. Um, everything you just like, you take it out of the, the cup and for the smoothies, you throw it in the blender. I use almond milk. Um, for the harvest bowls, you just throw them in a pan with maybe a little bit of water if you want and you're good to go. I'll have a harvest bowl for dinner. I love the cauliflower rice pesto. I'll, I put grilled chicken in it or I'll eat it by itself. I'll throw an avocado in the side or you can top it with a fried egg. Um, the smoothie is my favorite by far is the mint cacao. I have that one a lot. I love the coconut chai. And um, again, super duper easy to have this weekly subscription and you can customize how many how many uh, cups that you get. My normal week, I think I get the nine. And then again, you can change it up every week or you can just like roll right through and have them delivered. I get mine delivered on Tuesday mornings. They FedEx it. It comes frozen. You just throw them in the freezer. You're good to go. So we are giving you guys a discount. Uh, you can go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code GGE to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code GGE for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com, number one way I can recommend it to have healthier eating habits starting today. Oh my gosh, that is a perfect segue. I'm obsessed with Daily Harvest and also um, just taking care of my body because I'm getting a little older and I'm definitely seeing changes. So we've been partnering with Ritual for over a year now. Um, they're an obsessively researched multivitamin. It's just something nice you can do for your body every day. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about this, guys. We all deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why. And that is why Ritual's founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. And they are committed to showing you guys their nutrients, where they come from, and why they chose it. They call it traceability. So they really are committed to obsessive research on all these things. They want you to know that everything is traceable and transparent. So they use vegan certified, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients. Um, it's designed to be taken on an empty, st- to be gentle on an empty stomach. So there's a delayed release. So there's no nausea. There's no fishy aftertaste. It's really, really simple. Um, and their ingredients are super high. So they use vegan oil instead of fish oil. And then they have a patented process that leaves minimal environmental contamination. They really have thought of everything, including how these vitamins looked. They're beautiful. They use little gold pills. So it's a fun thing to have out on your counter. Ashley just picked up the mic. You want to talk about the way they look? (laughs) (laughs) They're cute. Put them on your coffee table. They're gold. They're beautiful. Why would you take an ugly vitamin? (laughs) <laughs> We're not ugly. It's don't take an ugly vitamin. Yeah. Um, they really are committed to um, a 360 approach to just making sure you guys know what's in it, what you're putting in your body, and it's a great thing to do for yourselves. So um, we're giving you guys a discount. Daily changes can lead to big results. So start small today. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. You can try it out. Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash GGE to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash GGE. All right, behold time. I'm so excited. <laughs> Neither no. of us like to do any butt stuff. <laughs> so excited. no, I like when people eat my ass. Oh yeah, people. I like people. when a guy eats my I like ass. Like when multiple people at the same time <laughs> eat my ass. <laughs> Okay, listen, I love I, a really a lot of salad. We are fully committed to doing an episode where we talk about how to be good at butt sex. So this is not that we actually are going to do because I would like to learn how to be better at it and how to enjoy eating butt or even having my doing body. it for the first time even. Yeah. So we we are going we have a guest. We're not going to give it away right now. We don't want to get you guys too excited. We have a guest. We're really going to talk a lot about anal and some tips and stuff like that. That's just really not what happening what's not what's happening today. But of, of course as always everybody knows lube 
relax. If that, if you drink, drinks are always good. Like relax your body, use lube. Those are the, the hottest <laughs> tips, but we're going to delve into it more at a later date. You got to work into it. You got to eating the butt a little bit, circle it with your finger. You got to work Man, it don't out a little bit. We're doing a whole episode on that. I'm not doing the tutorial because I never do butts. I did a little butt stuff the other day and it was not good for me. Oh my God. <laughs> well, here, you guys wanted to know about like the way butts look and smell and poop on the dick. Yeah. If you're doing anal, there's a risk. You're going to get poop on his dick. Like, it's if you're trying anal, if there's what Rainy, you say it, you said it yesterday. There's poop in your butt all the time. It's just poop up there. <laughs> I was telling Ashley about these anal suppositories I took once. Um, but it's just there's poop up there. There's poop up there. I, I read some articles that basically said that like it is a very low probability because where the where the dick goes into is actually past where the poop would be. Yeah. So it's a low probability that somebody. But I don't know if a guy. I don't know a ton of women that are begging to have something in their asshole. So like if a man wants to do it, then he's risking having poop on his yeah. dick. That's just what happens. We got a ton of stories. We got so many emails from you guys. We got so many different uh, Instagram DMs and stories that you guys shared. So many of you guys have experienced poop during anal and overwhelmingly it didn't freak the guy out. I think they know this is coming. My suggestion is have anal with someone you trust, like have anal with someone that you know is not going to get freaked out. If there's poop involved, that that just is what it is. If you're into colonics and you're, you want to do anal for the first time, you guys have a date set. You're doing like anal on Valentine's day, 2021, go get a colonic. If you're really worried about it, clean yourself out, have that anal. Like I don't think people are and no, no, no judgment having anal on a first date with a stranger. If they are live your truth. But like, if you're worried about it, make sure you have the right partner. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you just accept it. That guy that I had like the one night stand with in Australia wanted to like stick his fingers in my ass and he was fucking made. That's up to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like I, I'm not going to volunteer to clean my butthole when you sneak attack it. Yeah. So if you get poop on it, that's on you. Yeah. One really quick thing. A lot of you guys asked about hemorrhoids. Oh. I talked to a doctor last night. I went to this girl's dinner last night. There was a doctor there. Um, don't have anal with hemorrhoids. Wait till your, hem- your hemorrhoids clear up. And this girl, her issue was that like, but my boyfriend, I have anal a lot and I'm embarrassed to tell him I have hemorrhoids. And it's like, hemorrhoids aren't that big a deal. It's, you know, it's the same as, it's basically like a hernia in your butt. I don't know, whatever. They're not that big a deal. They clear up. Tell him that you're not wanting to have anal for either that reason and be upfront and honest or tell him like, I'm just really gassy or I'm just not really feeling it. But don't stress about this. Don't feel obligated to have anal when you have hemorrhoids. That girl is, an, is a champion. <laughs> she is a hero. She's like, I just, I'm in excruciating pain. I can't really breathe or sit or eat, but um, I'm concerned about my boyfriend's yeah. bun in my butt. And I, <laughs> that girl, is, she yeah, she's hero. like, we always have anal on Sundays and I have hemorrhoids. So, but <laughs> hemorrhoids also, guys, totally normal. So many of you guys in, in the, the questions that we asked, you've had them, you've experienced them. Totally normal. Talk to your doctor. They clear up. You're going to be good to go. Don't stick a dick up there in the meantime. Um, <laughs> People asked about uh, booty hair. We'll get to, we're going to talk about body hair, but if you have a little hair in your ass crack, like, okay, who cares? So like, is everybody. It's not gonna, the guy's not going to feel it on his dick. And if he's spreading your butt cheeks open wide, just, I don't know, have the lights low. Like, 
or not. Nobody cares about a little beehole hair. Well, or, or shave it. Like who cares? Like, I, but I'm saying I don't really want to get back in there with a razor. So if I'm a little overdue for a wax and yeah. I got a little beehole hair, well, I don't. What do I care? <laughs> oh, I do. I shave it. I like it. You can shave it. I love shaving or shave it. it. It's so fun for me. It's I just sh- yeah. shave it right out of there. Um, yeah. Oh, and also, it's the best part of a wax. It's the only oh, thing that so doesn't hurt. It We're sounds, gonna do a whole thing on that. Yeah, we'll do a whole thing on hair. Um, there was something that you said that I wanted to talk Bleaching. about about buttholes. Um, also get in there with a washcloth. Clearly, if you're new to this podcast, <laughs> there's a whole episode. No, not a whole episode. There's a whole intro on my butthole and how I clean it with a washcloth and Raina doesn't. So, you know, you know that we're, that's our MO. I barely graze the hole when I'm clean. Like, I just like take my hand and like card swipe my butt when I'm cleaning. I, I don't in go there. into the hole. Oh, I get in there. I should. I poop a lot. I poop more than your average person. I poop a lot too. That's probably why. Um, bleaching. Guys don't care. If they do, that's a guy that's too obsessed with porn. You don't want to date him anyway. So you don't need to bleach your butthole unless you do work in the porn industry and that's what's expected of you. You don't need to bleach your butthole. We all have a brown eye back there. <laughs> you, and, uh, But if you really want to, I know a great place in Atlanta that doesn't know. Um, I, in Atlanta, I went to Sweet Peach for sugaring and I they were... I mean, they Maybe they still are, but they were offering butthole bleaching for a while and I asked about it and it's basically you just someone would just rub massage bleach into your skin Mm -hmm. until it was bleached. And I don't really recommend bleach on your skin anyway. So I don't recommend it. Live your truth. I don't think it's the best thing for you. I don't think we should be massaging bleach into our b-holes. I think people realize that they're going to not be bright white or pink. So get over it. I am getting so mad while you're talking about this because I'm just thinking like, what is the equivalent of any of this stuff for men? What are men doing? Men are like, stick a finger in my butt and you have to wade through this like moist, hairy, (laughs) definitely never clean, certainly not fucking bleached, dirty trash can to get to the hole. And then I got to stick my finger in your warm poo filled hole. I'm not. Men don't have to do anything and women are out here being like rubbing bleach into their brown eye b-holes i mean i'm not it's crazy i think that's the message i kind of want to get across is like this that we'll get to beauty standards and things like that and uh double standards and whatever but i just think a lot of this stuff like isn't totally necessary i think girls worry about it a little too much i think they think men care more and i think the porn industry has changed a lot of things. I don't say that in like a totally negative way, but I, I think that like a lot of the stuff you can kind of relax on. Yeah. And I look, there's certain things that just make me feel better, better in yeah. bed. And, and like, I, I, I will talk about body hair, but like, yeah, there's certain ways of cleaning and grooming that make me feel better about myself. And I'm happy to use them. And that's the same thing as me being honest about getting Botox or something like that. I'm going to get whatever I need to get to feel good. Well, let's talk about it. And I don't think that we need to, Shame people that you were down. So anyways, yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, I just want to say up top, you know, I think that there is are, are some women and, you know, no shade, but that skew into this whole like women shouldn't have to shave their legs or shave their armpits. You don't have to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. I personally, I've had laser on my armpits. I get uh, sugared for my vagina and, you know, I shave my legs. Like a comfortability level, what I find attractive in myself, what I want to see when I look in the mirror naked. And, you know, if I'm with a partner, like what I think that they like. So I, I think that there's a lot of like, men don't have to do this stuff, which is true. But I think we have attractiveness standards for men too, or whatever part, whatever sex that we prefer. I don't want a guy with a hugely hairy back sweater. You know, I don't, 
want a guy that has like really skinny noodle arms, you know? So I think we put standards on men too. And I think men can be like, okay, yeah, you, you have to shave your and wax your body hair, but I have to be in the gym because women like muscles. I think it's just, it all equals out in the end. I think women have it a little worse on some of this stuff, but men are expected to make more money and be the provider and be, have muscles and all these things like there's expectations on them too. So I just want to be clear because I think people can get into this, like they did it with our body episode. I think we got a little bit of feedback that was like, you know, everybody is beautiful and you guys shouldn't be advocating how to lose weight. And it's like, then don't listen, you know, like everybody is beautiful. If you don't shave your body hair, that's great. That's your truth. Just like if you you don't care about working out and eating a certain way, that's your truth too. Like our whole thing is like, if you're interested, we're going to tell you. Yeah. And you know, don't listen if you don't want to do it. Yeah. I just want to make it clear that like, if you don't want to do this stuff, you don't have to do it. I like having a certain body type and what I like, what I see in the mirror. I do that for me. It's not for anybody else. I do it for me. I like being healthy. I, I like to shave my pussy. You know, like I just like, this is for me. Yeah, well, I have certain things I like in men too. I don't want to like take somebody's pants off and see a giant forest, but I also don't want like fully shaved. I have preferences, preferences too. I'm not going to break up with somebody over it. I'm not going to like tell my friends about it in the group mm-hmm. chat. Like, oh my God, it's so crazy. But like, yeah, I took somebody's pants off once and he had like fully shaved and it like made me feel like I was fucking a child and mm-hmm. I didn't like it. That's my preference. I'm not going to break up with somebody for it. And yeah, totally. There's times in my life where I've like, well, you know, I was trying to like grow a bush for a long time mm-hmm. and that was for me. Yeah. I wanted a bush. Right. That wasn't for anybody else. And I, I mean, I shave, but like, I like the advice to get sugared because I wouldn't have known. I didn't yeah. know. I've never heard of that before. But I love that you said that because like, I have preferences in a male body and I wouldn't spring that on somebody month one, but I will speak to my partner about it. And I don't, like when a guy shaves his chest, it's scratchy. I, I'd rather have the chest hair or I'd rather we figure something out and you go to the waxing salon with me. I don't like a stubbly chest. I want to lay my head on your chest. It. I fucking hate it. And I have no problem telling somebody that. And if a guy prefers my vagina to be a certain way, he is welcome to tell me and I'm welcome to take the feedback or not. Right. Like I just don't want to get any sort of shade of like, women shouldn't have to do this. Don't do it then. You don't have to. You'll Absolutely. find somebody that like, just like the guy that refuses to go to the gym because he's not going to subscribe to men having to have muscles and he's got these skinny noodle arms, he'll find someone that likes those too. I mean, more so than anybody, anything, like more so than like smell and taste and all this. I've never heard a guy in a group of girl, a group of guys say like her pussy, her hair was so long. Was so, I've never, never, never heard yeah. one. I, nobody's going to leave because it's too long or too short. No one's going to leave because there's a pattern or no pattern or a landing yeah. strip. No one's like, I'm out of here. Like right. I've gone on dates and not shaved because I don't give a shit. Uh, same. All the time. I went on a date on Sunday and didn't shave. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. I d- you can go watch this, a clip on my Instagram right now about this whole story, how I was on a first date with a guy and we walked by my sugaring salon and I'm telling him about it. Meanwhile, he's like, oh, wow. She's like fully sugared down there. And then I get home. I had a full bush. I forgot. It was a surprise <laughs> for him. I called it the bait and bush. Like I really, it's, it's very funny. You can go watch it on my Instagram like in full, but I would prefer that I'm freshly sugared when I'm hooking up for the guy for the first time. But the probability of times that's happened is 50%. <laughs> like I just don't care. You, I don't really... I don't care. My preference is I get full sugared Brazilian. It lasts three weeks. I prefer sugaring because it's less irritation, less redness. You can do whatever you want to do with your vagina directly after. You can go to a spin class. You can have sex. There's none of the the stuff that you get from waxing. It's better for you. It's more natural. I don't want to say better for you. It is more natural, less irritation, pain level about the same. That's what I do. I get it all taken off because I don't know what else to do. I don't really care about a landing strip. But three weeks to a month, it's back. And sorry, 
if I don't have an appointment set up and we're fucking, you got a bush. Listen, you're going to deal with it. You should just be happy to be yeah. here. Seriously. Okay. I have to ask you a question. When did you start shaving your vag? Oh my God. This is so crazy. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. Cause we do have a lot of like younger listeners and some that are in college. Um, I feel like the conversation started freshman year in college and uh-huh. I hadn't done anything to mine, but some more experienced girls on the hall had and everybody just started talking about it. And then two girls went into the, the, the bathroom together and they were next to each other in the shower stalls, shaving their vaginas. Like we all kind of sh- started shaving our vagus together. Together. Freshman year in college. That's interesting that everybody was like that the movement came together. Like every, I've, it's, it's the, I mean, freshman year in college, you, you were with a bunch of girls on the hall. You learn a lot. I didn't know what a hair straightener was till freshman year in college. I didn't know like, there should be two eyebrows. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit gets real. My roommate was like, you know, you can pluck that, right? <laughs> what about you? I started shaving it in high school. What? Actually. Yeah. Um, I, I just... I got into porn earlier than most kids. Like, okay. and I've said this before, like I, nothing terrible happened to me. I wasn't over-sexualized in a bad way. I just discovered I hit puberty earlier than most kids. I started masturbating earlier and I discovered porn a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was shaving probably when I was like 16. I mean, I had sex the first time when I was like around that age yeah. too. Um, I wasn't like 13, but I was definitely like 16. Um, I don't remember talking about that when I went to college. Like I don't ever remember. I, I remember having a discussion about masturbation when I went to college. I didn't know if anybody else did that or like had discovered this like trick that I <laughs> learned with my body. Um, but yeah, I love this like thing where you guys all went in together. It's like the other day when I put a tampon in for the first time in front of you because yeah. there was no applicators. Yeah, our ta- the tampons in Australia, no applicators. We were figuring ourselves the entire trip. Um, <laughs> I personally, I like I, I said, I get sugared in Atlanta. Sweet peach wax is your go-to. I, you guys, it's such a, I miss it every day. It's the best you will ever get in the entire world. Um, in New York, I go to sugared and bronzed. It's fine. It's Nothing compares to Sweet Peach. Um, I know the owner. She's a good friend. I can't recommend it enough. It's just better. It feels smoother. Um, I like it lasts longer. Personally, uh, your hair grows back a little bit thinner. I've had plenty of people when I've gone to get waxed or sugared that the the esthetician is like, why don't you get laser? Like you can clearly handle this level of pain. And I just, I don't know. I don't want to get rid of all my vagina hair. I don't know what it is. I, I just, I think it's there to kind of protect. And I just don't want to be like bald forever, but I have had laser hair removal on my armpits, which I'd love because you never get that five o'clock shadow. I would love for all my leg hair to to disappear tomorrow, but that's such a long process that I've never really, I don't know. And I think that when it comes to vaginas, vulvas, I guess we should have been saying that the whole time, whatever. Um, you have you have really bad ingrowns. Um, laser is a great option. So my one of my good girlfriends, she just had the worst I'd ever seen. She had that dark, coarse hair, mm-hmm. always ingrowns, which they can turn into like blisters down there. I mean, even they, with waxing, e- even with waxing, yeah. Okay. So it's just it's her the way her body is. They they so she she got laser and she said it was one of the best things she's ever done. So ingrown hairs. If you guys want tips on that, um, sugaring is the best. Shaving's the worst. And there is a product called Tend Skin, T-E-N-D Skin, that you use that prevents it and um, exfoliating every other day. Don't exfoliate the day, the day, the 48 hours after a wax or sugaring, uh, but then exfoliating at least weekly. And those tips are going to prevent ingrowns. But if you're just super prone to them and you've talked to a dermatologist and everything, uh, laser might be the move for you. I'm so glad you have all these like real tips. Yeah. That's so great because I, I didn't really know any of this stuff. I, I've gotten waxed and I never had any problems with it, but do it or don't guys. Whatever makes you feel good. Yeah. And again though, like I wouldn't want to give a blowjob with a mouthful of hair. So I think that most men that are going down on you prefer 
to not have to weed through the bush. Yeah. But they'll also do it. But like, it's just making it easier for your partner. Like, I I mean, my, my ex I was with for a long period of time, he loved when I was freshly sugared, not because he had some weird like child fetish. It was just smooth. He went down to me a lot. Great situation for him. But when I wasn't, he wasn't upset about it. But I also like to do that for him. Like, I think you should talk about that with your partner. What do you prefer down there? I wouldn't, I want you to do what I like and um, vice versa. I'm just thinking about how turned on I am by myself when I shave. I get out of the shower and it's all smooth. I I masturbate a hundred percent of the time after that. I'm turned on by it. You know, like rain is getting wet right now. (laughs) So you don't, you don't, you just straight shave. You don't get ingrowns or any irritation, but I have, um, all my body hair is blonde and Mm -hmm. fine and thin. And so no, I've never had issues with that. I mean, I have tons of other disgusting body issues, but like, no, I've never had to like bleach a mustache. I've never had to like, yeah, I mean, there's like I, I got one gift in life, and it's you know nice hair. So yeah, mm. I get ingrowns a little bit, but wax is really good for me. I have blonde hair, and like some my skin tans really well. Also, it's not mm. like so fair. So yeah. I just I got good skin. It's the one thing I got yeah. good hair and good skin. And if you guys you're looking to get laser and you don't know this yet, the, you're not supposed to be in the sun. So if it's it's a long process, it's like six months every month or whatever. Um, don't quote me on that, but it, it, I think my armpits were a six to eight month process and you cannot be in the sun, so get it done in the winter. Oh, that's a good tip. The, the laser attracts to pigmentation. And and you I can get burned. I think one of the best, like I think Groupon, like one of the best things for this is like Groupons and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of things I wouldn't get Groupons for, like laser eye stuff. No, LASIK, you know, no. Any type of like surgical procedures, yeah. like a mi- microneedling, things like that I'm not going to do. Um, not that microneedling is surgical, but um, it takes a lot of precision. Lasering, I would definitely yeah, buy a Groupon like if you, for. Yeah, if you find a Groupon, you find a reputable place, you've looked at their Yelp and stuff like that, yeah. I say go for it. As one of the few things that I would use a Groupon for. Yeah, and breast implants. I would totally use it for that. <laughs> <laughs> do you think people are out here doing Groupons for breast implants? Yeah, people got cement poured in their ass before. Like people people are stupid and they don't care. <laughs> and they're willing to roll the dice. What do you think botched came from? Oh my god, I forgot about that. People shot. that made a bad call. I'm not one of those people. I can't watch that kind of stuff. Like I don't want to watch surgeries. I don't even like to look at a scab. I don't I don't I can't. Like there these shows like uh Dr. Pimple Popper and like my feet are killing me. I cannot. You even showed me you showed me an x-ray of somebody's broken finger the other day that made me oh, sick. Yeah, you really, I just yeah, I don't you really like any it. of that shit. Do yeah. you do you like anything like that? I know people like will watch breast no. implant surgery. No, I if I even see that uh, like I don't even want to watch a doctor show like Grey's Anatomy that shows a surgery. I don't I'm not into it. It's not for me. But you know, live your truth guys. Listen, if you're into it, whatever gets you going. Makes your day better. <laughs> um, while we're talking about vaginas and grooming, let's talk about period sex. Oh my God, I'm so excited to talk about this. I have so many feelings. Oh my God. Okay. We both have sex on our periods. We can break uh, it down. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, there's so much to unpack. I can't just well, say yes. And I, I I like went to this eye-opening dinner last night with these girls and I got all this information. Um, I personally don't have an, a really heavy flow. If it was... I just, I'm, I'm on birth control. It's regulated. I've never really had like crazy, terrible, heavy flows, cramps, the whole thing. I feel lucky in that way. Um, if I was and I was just like pouring blood, I probably wouldn't have sex. No judgment. I just probably wouldn't. So the few times I've had sex in my period, it was because like we started making out and it was just, we were so turned on and we just had to do it. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a ton of blood even. So I've have never been in like a bloody mess of a situation. I can't really speak to it. I don't really love blood. Like we just talked about, I don't like to watch surgeries. I don't really want to be in a bloody situation. I think blood, it smells like iron, smells like pennies. 
I don't want the room to fill up with that smell. Like I think sometimes you're just, you got to get it in and you get it done. You put a towel down. It's not that big a deal. I don't really judge a guy that doesn't want to have sex with a bloody vagina. We talked about this recently. Yeah. If you really, if you really want to do it and your partner doesn't, I think that's a conversation you need to have. Um, but if you are gushing blood out of your vagina, I, I don't think it's crazy that a man is a little hesitant. Yeah. I mean, listen, I- do what you want with your body. You should talk to your partner. I don't know that it's like a crazy turn on for everybody to have blood on their body. I don't know that I would want to have sex with a person that's bleeding mm-hmm. either. We've talked about this before. My feeling is that I'm sort of like you. I don't have like a heavy flow. So like by day three, I'm good to go. Like yeah. I'm not going to do it day one and day two probably, mm-hmm. but like I prefer to be in my home so that I'm not ruining somebody else's sheets just in case or in a yeah. hotel or something like that. Um, I think as long as you just tell the person you're on your period, they can make a decision. I'm glad that you said like you don't fault a guy one way or the other. Like, it's their own preference. Like there is a smell to blood and like, I don't know that everybody wants your blood on them. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had people tell me they don't want to have, se- I've had one guy tell me he didn't want to have sex with me on my period. And then I blew him to the point. He was like, almost going to come. Then he was like, okay, we can fuck. But yeah, uh, you'll get him there. Yeah. You'll get him there. You know, you just, you got to edge them into it. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. One with the other. Some people aren't comfortable. You don't want to get blood all over the sheets. Um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to do. I'm, I'm probably not fucking, from behind, like having a guy fuck me from behind on like day two of my period. And he's like looking at the blood. He's smelling the blood. (laughs) He pulls his dick out. There's blood. But yeah, I mean, I had sex on the fourth day of my period the other day and there was no blood anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, do whatever makes you guys comfortable. But your girl has a solution for you. (laughs) Found out about this last night at dinner. Couldn't have been more divine timing. This is going to be such a huge free ad for this company, but whatever. Um, again, this is this is not a form of contraception. This is only uh, period management. It is called Flex. And the website I'm looking at right now is called Flex Fits. Use code GG. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's a cup that you put up there. It's not the Diva Cup. The Diva Cup, you are not you are not supposed to have sex on. So if you guys use the Diva Cup, we just looked at their website. It is not meant for sex. This says on it, mess, mess-free sex on their, on their website. And I confirmed with a girlfriend last night, she said sex on this thing tons of times. So this is the solution that the only one I know of, if this is the type of thing you're down with when you're on your period, again, it's like a cup thing you have to insert. Um, I'm, I don't know enough about it because I've never used it, so I don't really want to speak on it, but go to the website, FlexFits, did talk to a girl last night at length, uses this for her period exclusively and has had sex on it a ton of times. So it's a solution a if it works for your body. Yeah. I didn't know this existed. Yeah, I don't know. The towels are a solution. I, I, I wouldn't know what else to say. I'm so glad that you looked up Diva Cup. Um, yeah, because they, they do not recommend it. But this company, I mean, I, 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 wh- where has this company been? Why have they not called us? Like, why are we not doing ads for them? Who are they? No one knows what this is. Last time we were at dinner, five girls, only one knew about this. We're about to crash their website <laughs> right now. You're welcome, people. You are welcome. No, I love it. And I think that so much of this episode is like, do what you want and makes you feel comfortable with like body hair and period stuff and people going down on you. And it's mm-hmm. like, fuck on your period if you want to or don't. And if, you know, of course, if you guys are, if you don't want to get a period, you know, you can look at an IUD and that kind of thing too. So um, I got to say this because someone asked and I, I hate to, you know, I don't want to really shame this person. I'm not going to call them out because I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a listener, but she said, maybe I misread it, but she said, how do I safely have sex with a tampon in? You don't, <laughs> you don't. 
I think I did that time in college. And no, girl, no. I'm so glad that someone invented another reason for you to talk about the time that you got a tampon stuck in your pussy. Because I don't hear the story enough. Okay. Let's unpack it. You guys, just a hard no. You, what, are you, what are you doing? I hope she just... I hope it was a typo. You cannot have sex with a tampon in. Don't do it. I think I probably did that that time in college. The story, I said it on this podcast. I've said it on Andrew Collins' podcast. I got a tampon. I had a tampon stuck in me for days. You will know. It starts to smell terrible. Went to the uh, clinic at in Clemson and, and she took she knew immediately what it was and took it out. Um, if you get a tampon stuck in you, again, last night, one of these girls, she served this knowledge. Another girl, she thought she had one in her. She went to the doctor. The what a doctor will tell you to do, and they can remove it themselves, obviously. They very rarely need like a scapula or whatever those things are, but the, what you do is you squat fully, like do a full, and if you're, it's, I think if you're, do yoga, malasana squat, but if you don't know what that is, do a regular squat, squat down all the way and make your hands into scissors, your, four, your, two, your forefinger and your middle finger, and go up there and you'll find the string. But the squat is the move to get the lodge tampon out of you. Mm-hmm. Ashley's a doctor, guys. This is so much research to went into this episode. It was all crazy. over this dinner. <laughs> this, I should have gone to this dinner last night. Um, I cannot stress how normal this is. Like, it gets stuck. We had that talk with Dr. Sean on, and he said in his practice, they actually had a designated room for taking the tampon. There was, it was room A. Yes, that's what. And he was like, oh, God, we have a room A. But, like, this happens a lot. It, it happens to all kinds of people. Don't fuck with the tampon in. But ugh, if you're like Ashley and you do it by accident, it then happens. squat down and get your eagle on. <laughs> Bear down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and as far as putting stuff in your vagina, like we talked, like, I don't know. We've heard some crazy stories about that girl. The guy used a a jalapeno coconut oil as lube guys across the board. Keep jalapenos out of your vagina. And if someone has been making food with jalapenos in the last 48 let them touch you. Anything with capsaicin, just keep it away from, again, the gaping hole inside of your body cavity. But this, um, this girl, she wrote in that her partner, they had been cooking with jalapenos and <laughs> I had a situation where my hands just started burning and it was terrible. It was over Christmas. I had to pee on them. It's what it is. But like his hands weren't burning. So they had forgotten and he had cooked with jalapenos hours earlier and he stuck his fingers up there and she immediately just started like to cry and they had to, you know, I would love to see this happen to you because you're so expressive. So you're very, effu- you're very effusive about things. <laughs> Made me get out of an Uber on the highway. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> we took an Uber in Melbourne. No, uh, we Brisbane. took an Uber in Brisbane and um, it was of all the Ubers I've been in that have smelled. It was the worst. I thought Ashley and was going to faint. I, th- I thought I was fainting. I was getting lightheaded. We should have gotten out the moment we got in because we had a 25 minute car ride and the, it was raining out. So we, I had my, win- my head hanging out the window until I was soaked. And because rain is texting me, she's like, breathe out the window. I'm like, I'm a fucking dog. My head's out the window. I got to a point where I was like, I am going to throw up. And we got, we had five minutes left in the car. Couldn't take it. We got out on the highway. <laughs> So I can't express this enough. If you're a man, you have jalapenos on your fingers, do not stick them inside of Ashley. Or anybody. She will leave whatever sexual situation, no matter where you guys are. Ruin your life. (laughs) No, sometimes it's a mistake. You don't know. Um, Oh, let's go into these. Uh, Since we were talking about grooming and ingrown hairs, uh, nipple hair. I have like one every, I don't know, every year or so I see it. I just grab it with a razor. If you have an excessive amount of nipple hair, um, 
and you really are self-conscious about it, which I can understand. I want to validate that clearly. Again, I'm sure plenty of men would never mind, but if you are self-conscious about it, like that is the easiest place to get lasered because it's such a small area. I think it's really sensitive and it probably hurts more than your legs, for example, but those are so easy to, to get, you know, like there's, there's very few of them, but I mean, if you have a hairy chest, like do what makes you feel comfortable, but plenty of people get waxed and get sugared there. Just like men do, they get their chest and their back waxed and you can get that waxed and sugared while you're in there doing it anyway. And you can shave them. Yeah. I have one. Okay. I have one black hair that pops out on my right nipple. It's my favorite thing when I see her and I just pluck oh, it you out. Pluck it. Yeah. I'm I just plucking. have one, but I know tons of girls that, that get lasered. It's, normal. it's super. Look, there's only two places on your whole body. You don't grow hair and that's the hands and the, the, the palms of your hands and your feet. And yeah. Everywhere else there's fucking hair. Right. Bodies are gross guys. They smell and there's hair. Okay. Yeah. Just do what you need to do to make yourself feel better. Right. <laughs> I wish the one hair would get longer or there'd be more. It's my one black hair. On your bottom? You want your nipple hair to grow longer? I want my one black nipple hair to just be there all the time. You want it to be there? It's just, and I don't you have know a name how- for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a new one every time. I pull it out like at the follicle and I just. And it's never short. I don't know why. Every time I notice it, it's 10 feet long. Like it oh never has God. a growth period. It's just like poof for here. I love it so much. I was looking for it the other day and it's just not there. Yeah, you guys love your body hair. I love it. Embrace that long black nipple hair. I mean, I'm, I pray for it to come back every three months. I'm going to plug it on Instagram. Guys, guys, we're going to start giving uh, quarterly updates on Raina's nipple hair. <laughs> One single nipple hair. <laughs> and honestly, I just think like women are so obsessed with like making their body. Men are gross. Men are gross. They're dicks smell all the time. Okay. Yeah. I was somebody who took his pants off the other day and it smelled. We were walking around all night long. He was sweaty and I did not, I did not love it. Fuck it. Dick smells is on the outline. Let's talk about it. Dick smells. I don't know what else to say other than tell you to wash your dick. I just like, I like went right for the blow job and I was like, Oh, Oh no. (laughs) I don't know. I can't turn back. (laughs) Well, you can't, you can always turn back. I didn't though. Cause I'm a champion, but, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to suck the smell off of it. Rita. <laughs> I'm going to clean this for you. I hate you. I mean, that's disgusting, but that is, I guess, essentially what I did. Um, I mean, I know he showered before we went out, which is hot. We were walking around all night. I just think we, you know, I, I, again, like we can say this, we're in our thirties. We've, we've been through it all at this point sexually. So I, I want to be clear that I know a lot of stuff is harder when you're in your twenties. It was for us. It's harder to communicate this stuff. You're more embarrassed about your body and things like that. So hopefully podcasts like this and other things are helping you become less embarrassed and, and own, own your body more. But if you go down there and it smells because the guy was like, you know, working all day, isn't showered in a while. Don't be afraid to be like, Oh, I'm good. Like I told, and I told my ex, like he, he bartended, you know, he was on his feet a lot. You get, you get a like little gamey down there and I would, I enjoyed sucking his dick, but he needed to shower within before he like, not right, not out of the shower, you get a blowjob, but like not right after work. I wouldn't suck his dick. I just, and I wouldn't expect him to go down on me after I'd been on my feet running around. Totally. I mean, body smell. And I, I'm glad that you brought that up too. I do think I was much more hesitant to talk about these things, think about these, even acknowledge. I would have never admitted ever that I had a nipple hair. And it's like, yeah. who cares? Everybody has this stuff. But I, I think like in my early 20s, through my 20s, I just didn't know that this was like normal. Yeah. And it like scared me to like admit that to people. The way that like masturbating scared me to admit to people in college. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you just don't know that other people are doing this shit. Yeah. But everybody's body smells. But yeah, but you, if there's a guy that's like really ranked down there, I mean, guys want 
blowjobs. They want to have sex. Like you tell them in a kind way, like, Hey, like you hop in the shower with them, like lead them by example, you know, like they want it. Say what you need to say in a kind way. They'll do it. I like that you invented a sexy way to go get in the shower to go together. Somebody's dick smells and you're like, let's get in the shower together. Yeah. I love that. Get them in there together. Get wet together. If guys like they have a good sense of this happens, then this happens. Like they're good at like correlation and things like that. So if they're like, wait a minute, every time I shower, I get a blowjob. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, you're training it's them. It's a Pavlov. Like it's like, is it like Pavlov? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so as soon as they get out of the shower, grab their dick <laughs> and blow the shit out of it. And then they will realize they will correlate the shower with the blowjob. This is like ex- ex- electrocuting mice. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Men are stupid. Um, I don't know what to say about funky spunk. Remember the sex in the city episode? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's diet and yeah, I mean, there's again, just Google it, look it up. I don't know what to say about it either. Like I do think it's like really it depends on who I'm dating. Like I will swallow sometimes after I like blow somebody it depends on what mood I'm in. I think it's like sexy to some guys. Other guys don't care at all. I had a guy tell me recently, like, the per- the girl that I marry, I know is going to like always like swallow my cum no matter what. And I was like, okay, well that's fucking weird. weird I don't know why you need that. Yeah, um, grow up. I'm going to do it when I feel like it, but yeah, I mean just Google some dietary stuff. I'm assuming I've never come into contact with a lot of cum that smells terrible. So I'm assuming it's a little rare. I think it's rare. Dietary. We didn't get even one thing about it. Yeah. Okay. Again, I think it was a sex and city episode. I think it's super rare. Google it. Yeah. No one even asked. I don't know why I said it. No one asked, but I will say, find comfort in the fact that everybody asked all of these questions a million mm-hmm. times over. So yeah. it happens to all of you. Um, <laughs> all right. I have some thoughts on this, but Raina wanted to discuss it and I'm going to tell you my thoughts, but why don't you talk about toilet paper remains in your vagina? <laughs> <laughs> this came up a lot and you said you experience it. I just, I like, I know that I do. Cause like I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm fishing around down there kind of often and every once in a while, like find a piece of toilet paper. It's normal. I go to the bathroom. I wipe after the bathroom. Mm. Um, Ashley has some feelings about it, but um, (laughs) now I'm just, listen, if you are insecure about the smell or you think there's toilet paper in there, go like wash your vagina before sex a little bit, go into the bathroom and just use a wipe or something. Yeah. But um, you told me why it's happening. You're judging me so hard. I will not be accepting DMs about this. I'm going to say this up top. I use cheap, rough toilet paper. I don't want to fuck with Charmin. It's too thick. It rubs off. I need a, I like Angel Soft is the softest I'll go. And that is cheap. I will use Scott. I will use industrial toilet paper. I will exfoliate it. Tissue paper. I will get in there. You're your pussy with tissue paper. I don't care. I don't like Charmin. I don't like soft, plush toilet paper. That's the shit you get that sticks to your vagina. Wait, what? I'm spending too much on toilet paper? I The Cadillac have a, of toilet paper. I think I'm abnormal on this. I think people love that soft, plush, Charmin level toilet paper. I never have. I like it a little rougher. I like a little bit of exfoliation down there. And I like to get what I'm down there to get. And I think when it's too soft, that's the two-ply. It gets like really like, it's like, it, it just starts to like powder off a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like too flaky. It's too soft. It comes apart so easily. I know why. Because you're a prickly kid. You need you need your your toilet paper to be prickly too. Yeah. You need to like abuse your vagina. You do it with your bee hole with the washcloth, and you need to like really abuse your vagina. That's why you use tissue paper to wipe. I your vagina. listen. My preference is Angel Soft. Okay, I want to I want to test them all out and see what like, sticks to your vagina more. Angel Soft is it's I mean it's soft. It's but it's that Charmin type that I know for a fact that's the kind that stick in your vagina. If you stick to like an Angel Soft or you go full Scott. 
not gonna have this problem. I'm gonna buy all three. I'm gonna wipe my pussy for like three days with <laughs> all three different ones and see which one has the little balls up pieces of paper. I can't believe it. All this time I've been using Charmin because I thought it was the Cadillac of, of toilet paper. It is, it's but I... It's falling up in my butt. It's, just, it's not for me. Everybody's different. Do not DM me or shame me for this. If you love Charmin <laughs> and the way it feels, you keep doing you. This I, is me personally. But also, we want to normalize this. So many of you said I had a situation where a guy went down to me or he there was a little bit, bit of toilet paper. He like pulled it out. Like... It's funny. It's, you know, hopefully you're having sex with somebody that you do trust and it's not going to body shame you for any of this stuff. So don't worry about it. It's, we've all been there. We've all had embarrassing moments. It's fine. It's normal. Don't worry about it. I'm just laughing thinking like the person I'm going to date is going to make fun of me about this, but not in like a shaming way. No, they're going to like roasting way. We're going to have like a hilarious roast of me because there's toilet paper in my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That's my love language. Um, okay. I think that's a good place to wrap up. I think we covered a lot of gross, but everyday things. Yeah. The takeaway is it's all normal. Just do what makes you feel good. Yeah. And so much of like the embarrassing stories, we're going to get into some specific favorites that we chose, but so many of you guys have farted during sex. So many of you guys have dealt with poop stuff during anal. So many of you guys have a toilet paper remains in your vagina. Like it's all happened to all of us. Like it's so, so normal and nothing. It's, it's funny. They're funny stories. And now you have a hilarious story to tell at brunch. I love when this shit happens to me. You got more content. Start a podcast. I, I know. I, I had sex that guy a week ago. I couldn't wait to finish. I could just tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Brunch content. So we're doing your most embarrassing sex stories. When we asked for submissions on the Instagram, I just wrote, I was mortified. And I'm like, so that's the name. You guys flooded our inbox. I was mortified. <laughs> Do you want to start with I literally these? died. Do you want to start with these short ones? Sure. Let's run through. Let's run through the one liners. Um, I got to start with that. It's my favorite one. Okay. Okay. These were the ones you guys submitted on our Instagram questions. This one was my personal favorite. (laughs) In the middle of sex, he slapped my ass so hard and a guy in the next room (laughs) told us to (laughs) shut up. I feel like if this happened, I wouldn't know whether to like masturbate or complain, but I'd probably do both in that order. I'm also like, what room? Were we in a hotel? Is hostel. this a roommate situation? <laughs> You're in a hostel. In a hostel. I, this, this resonated with me so hard because I love getting my ass slapped. And I just, the thought of somebody going, shut up! <laughs> is so funny to me. How hard is that guy hitting you? And how thin are those I, walls? I had like a welt on my ass on Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's your Valentine's Day gift. Like I almost some girls like chocolates. You like bruises. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this made me laugh. I yacked during a BJ after clam chowder for dinner. He deserved it, but I felt bad at the time. (laughs) What did he do? I need more information on why he deserved it. I need to know what he what he did to you. Also, like clam chowder. Like, was it New England or what's the other one? Uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. Would you rather? What, what, I would rather the Manhattan. Is that the creamy white? No, that's red. Uh, New England is it's New creamy England white. Is creamy white. I feel like this guy was like, like did I just come? Yeah, matches like, the cum. <laughs> yeah, there's chunks. There's chunks in the cum. Jeremy's so uncomfortable. <laughs> nice, a nice potato. Okay. Um, <laughs> why did this one like? I don't know why. Oh, I know why this made me think of you. Okay, we'll get to it. No spoilers. Okay. She writes, he had his socks, pants, shirt, sweatshirt, puff coat, and beanie on. I was butt naked. No! <laughs> Who is coming to sex with a puffy coat on? You just wear your puffy coat everywhere you go? Well, like, <laughs> bitch, were you playing strip poker? How did this happen? How? 
My only thing is that all right, I'll tell you how. is that he she was naked already at home and this is her man and he came in and they just went at it. But like she he had on his pants like and his his jacket and his beanie. He just pulled his dick out of like the dick hole and fucked this naked girl. I the with a puffy coat and a beanie. Okay, I'll tell you. Here's my hypothesis. Okay, so I'm, okay. On, I'm on the couch the other night. I'm hooking up. I'm on top. He took my shirt and my bra off. And then I was like, okay, I'm not. My couches are white. Okay, no body parts can touch yeah. it. Oh, I don't fuck on this couch. And so, absolutely not. We can't. I, I would die. Yeah. Um, and so we walked into uh, into my bedroom. I have no clothes on the top. So then I lay on my back. And then he takes off my pants and my underpants. And I was like fully naked. He just had his shirt off. But that's t- not even comparable. Like the jacket and hat. <laughs> Maybe they just came in from shoveling. Uh, but how did she get naked? And she he, she didn't even take his beanie off. <laughs> Girl, I also think you need to step your foreplay up, sis. <laughs> I took my beanie off for this. <laughs> so amazing. Okay. Okay. His chest on my boobs made a farting noise. I started laughing so hard. I actually farted. <laughs> Listen, I feel you. I have been making farting noises in my shoes all week. It's so embarrassing. Every time I see a Hawkeye, my, my shoes inexplicably fart. Yes, they queef. My left one more than my right one. Um, that is so funny. You're like on top of your man. You accidentally fart. All right. This one, she, she clarified in college. So that made me feel better about like the, you know, the, the male gender. I told my ex to rub my clit and he said he wasn't comfortable with butt stuff. What? <laughs> I am shook. I thought that was like a joke that men like couldn't find the clit. Like you think there's some men that like really don't know what a clit is. I think like, yeah, probably like a 19 year old guy would maybe doesn't know. (laughs) It's that bean that's protruding from my vagina. See ladies, the bigger your clit, the easier it is to find. Embrace it. (laughs) Chubby vagina. Can't stress it enough. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then we have your sex stories. These are so good. Um, Okay, um, I'll just kick it off. I was having sex with my ex-boyfriend. We were using a small vibrating finger ring. He's an ex for a reason because the vibrating small battery broke out of the ring. And instead of discontinuing the use of the sex toy, my dumbass ex continued to use the small vibrating battery. Oh my God. Suddenly, after some use, he came up and said, I lost it. Oh my God, it's not like a word you ever want to hear. Um, what is it that you lost? I replied confused. Then suddenly I realized my insides were still vibrating <gasps> and screamed in horror. I felt it all the way in my stomach. I had to run to the bathroom, sit caveman style with my feet on the bowl and gave birth to my little vibrating battery. All that went through my head was how I had to explain to the staff in the emergency room what had happened. Uh, the, I do, oh my God. This happens all the That's time. People get stuff lost in them. I mean, I can't stress this enough. If you are sticking something in somebody, there has to be an anchor at the bottom. Yeah. Like I have a bunch of vibrators and they're like the size of a lipstick tube. That's not going in a butt because that will go in the butt. It'll suck it right up. That is terrible. The, the phrase I lost it is not something I ever want to know that. But I, 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 she did the right thing. She did exactly what you did. She went bare to, down. Yeah. She went and did the squatty potty pose. Okay, so she writes, so here's my really embarrassing sexual experience. This one's kind of gross, strap in, but you know, we want to normalize this stuff. My fiance and I were in Florida for a vacation having great sex in our condo overlooking the beach. I was on top and suddenly smelled something horrific that stopped me in my tracks. My fiance looks at me and says, uh, did you poop? Unfortunately, I did. 
I shit right on my fiance's dick and balls. I was mortified. I have irritable bowel syndrome. So sometimes this shit just creeps up on me out of nowhere or falls out of my ass during sex. Cool, right? Anyways, I made him lay there with his eyes closed while I cleaned him and myself up. Then we hopped in the shower. It was so embarrassing, but thankfully I have the most amazing forgiving and understanding fiance in the world. I'm so glad he still loves me and my horrendous digestive system. Ha ha. We get married in March of next year. Hopefully I don't shit on him on our wedding night. I don't. I don't, know, I don't know who's like the bigger hero, him or her. I just like, I love that you said this. I want to like, con- I want to go back to this. Men are gross. They take pictures of their shit and send it to each other on their Snapchats. Like <laughs> they are gross. This stuff shouldn't really turn them off. Boys are gross. They have been since we were children. Like this stuff shouldn't phase them. <laughs> it sounds like she found somebody that doesn't phase him. Like yeah. I just... I think that like we'll, we'll joke. This is like true love to me to find somebody that can like deal with the fact that you've done this and is like, we'll keep fucking in the shower. Yeah. If a guy is into you so little, we'll scare them off. That's bodily related. I truly believe that. I, I know no story of a guy that was freaked out by something that a girl did bodily related. It's just, it's, or all he wanted from you was sex. And yeah. once he can't look at you sexually anymore because of something you did, mm-hmm. then he gets rid of you. But that guy doesn't want to date Or you. it's his excuse to end it anyway that he was going to for some other reason. Right. You know? Right. I've, I've done so. I've, I puked on my boyfriend's dick before. Good for you. break up with me. Good for you, he girl. fucking deserved it too. <laughs> Get that clam chowder up. <laughs> it was breakfast and he fucking deserved it. Um, okay. I waited until I was 23 to lose my virginity because I wanted it to be quote unquote special. Ended up having a one night stand with a friend of a friend after a night of a lot of drinking. When we were having sex, I accidentally farted. Still think about it and cringe eight years later. I guess he broke my hymen too because I bled all over the sheets in the night. I got out of there before you woke up and I wrote a note saying sorry for the mess on an envelope I found at his desk and put it over the sheet stains <laughs> to top it all off. We didn't use protection so I had to go get plan B I ended up getting a raging UTI because I didn't get up to pee after sex. Oh learned God. all the lessons that night. <laughs> so I'm so I'm at our mutual friend's wedding a few years ago and pretended I didn't know him. This what a trauma this girl went through. Literally all the lessons in her first time. First time. And she had to write a note. So, imagine <laughs> writing so a note. <laughs> Sorry for the mess. You stick it on the blood. You're like, bye. <laughs> also, guys, again, not a doctor. Always pee after sex if you can. It is the number one thing you can do to try to prevent anything from happening. I always, I've never not gotten up. I mean, I guess if I'm going to fuck again in like a minute or two. Someone asked, do you need to pee after you masturbate? I'm going to say no, but wipe your vagina if you're wet. Like, yeah. I get wet if I masturbate. I just... Mm-hmm get a tissue. I don't need to pee. That's my own bodily fluid. Well, it I came just, out of me. I think because there's like something going in and out of your vagina continuously. And then a lot of times there's semen that's going inside yeah. your vagina. That's why you pee. Cause like that in and out causes a lot of bacteria. Yes. So maybe if you're yes. masturbating with a vibrator, maybe like yeah, a dildo. jamming it, a dildo, not just a vibrator. Um, I might use it. Okay. I'm going to read this one. Then the rain and rain is going to read the very last one. This one was in the Facebook group. She posted this on the, on the page. I love it. Okay. There's just a lot of layers to this one, but backstory, I'd been sexting, texting, making out with this guy for a few weeks. Tonight, oh, she wrote this the day it happened. I love this. She had to really share her truth to the (laughs) 18,000 girls in the group. Um, Tonight, on a Wednesday, I decided I wanted to finally finally hang out with him and have sex. He lives with his parents, and I've been super nervous to go to his house in fear of running into them, but he assured me that once they go to sleep, it would be safe to hook up. So I get there. Everything's fine at first. We're in his room hooking up. He goes down on me, and it was amazing. I go down on him, and he's only like halfway hard, and I was giving a great day 
porn star blowy. I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's just nervous. He finally starts to get hard. So I tell him I want him to fuck me, but he needs to wear a condom. He struggles for like five minutes to get the condom on, grow up. And then fucked me with a half chub for about 47 seconds before ripping it off and asking me if I came, which I certainly did not. (laughs) I'm left confused, sexually frustrated and realize I have to pee. I throw on one of his t-shirts and make my way to the bathroom. I get all the way into the bathroom before I realize his dad is sitting on the toilet in the dark, taking a shit. Holy shit. He, his dad quietly says, no, 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 no. (laughs) And I practically swan dive out into the hallway. My biggest fear was his parents walking in and us fucking little did I know we would barely fuck. And I practically sat on his dad's lap while he was taking a dump. Mind you, this is my first time having sex since I've been single and I was really looking forward to a great night. I'll probably save myself for marriage now. And she did my favorite emoji, that like really fucked up face, squiggle face. the squiggle <laughs> smile. Wait, my favorite thing about this whole story is that the dad only whispered no just in case she was into it. He's like, I'm going to test the water. No. He's like, he's like, no, no. Like, so they're like, he let probably the record wanna... show that I said no, but if she's into it, she can say. Raina, you are so such a creep. You know, he probably doesn't want to wake his wife up. Of course you think the dad wants to fuck her. In my, in my mind, it's a bachelor pad. There's no mom living there. I don't think the dad's going to cheat on the she mom. She said parents. He lives with his parents. You're just a fucking creep. Okay. I'm saving this last one for you to read. This is a dad one as well. This one goes out to Bill Greenberg. You know, I like dad stuff. <laughs> I got to live my truth. Calls me daddy the other day. Anyways, <laughs> Ashley was like, huh, please stop. Um, <laughs> Nervous laughter. My, oh, oh, even the first sentence, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is the key to my house because he often comes over to check the dogs, etc. I'm already upset. A few months ago, I had brought a dude from, from Hinge home one night. The next morning, we were fooling around and my dad comes over unannounced and walks in on me butt-ass naked on all fours, giving the dude a blowjob. I was on top of the sheets on my bed, so there was literally no time to react and pull anything over me. There was nothing to save me. And my dad saw everything. He freaked, shut the door, and ran out. The guy looked at me and said, I think I just locked eyes with your dad. And I said, yeah, well, I think my dad just locked eyes with my butthole, so I think I have bigger issues. Keep in mind, I'm 32 years old. 32. This should not be happening to women our age. I would never recover. I mean, 32, she's in our age range. If my dad saw me on all fours giving a blowjob, I would divorce the family. I would never recover if that happened to you. Like I would have post-traumatic stress from you. The thought of it makes me like, I feel physically ill. The sentence, my dad locked eyes with my butthole is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Over two years of episodes, it's my favorite thing I've ever said. I love this girl. She's like, our age, the guy, the fact that the guy, I want to know if she's still with him. I'm like, I think I'm going to do a where are they now? Because I love that the guy goes, I think I just locked eyes with your dad. And she's like, oh yeah, motherfucker. My dad just looked into my butthole. (laughs) They can't be, can you imagine? You can't, not, the only thing worse than that happened is bringing that guy home for Christmas. It's, <laughs> it's fine that my dad knows that I fuck, but he doesn't need to see it with his own. T- he doesn't need to lock eyes with my brown eye. 
the only thing is that like she doesn't have a family anymore. So this guy is all she has. (laughs) I'll tell you what, his family better never catch them having sex because then neither of them will have a family. They'll be orphans. I'm going to place a bet right now. I hope I'm right. I think they're still together. (laughs) I think an experience like that bonds you forever. It's like going through cancer. She doesn't have a dad anymore. She needs a man in her life. He's her dad and her boyfriend now. <laughs> Jeremy has sat through this whole thing, not cracked a smile. Was this funny for you? Uh, he's probably trying not to laugh to be Are professional. Are you upset? Trying not to ruin the right. Yeah. You did great, oh, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. Um, and as payment for this, guys, go follow him at Brunch Boys on Instagram. Do you want do you want Jeremy Jacobowitz too or just Brunch Boys? Yeah, both, guys. Do both. Double yeah. team him. It's a great food account. Um, it's the it it's the best food account. I will say this, not just because you're in the room. I feel like half of my saved posts on Instagram are your posts. Like the way that you present food in video form is like second to none. And I feel like it's not stuff that I can go out and get and I get upset. But you travel around the world doing this. But like I see it and I'm like, I want it right now. And then it's not in New York. But yeah, but it, but it's probably in one of your cities, you guys. So I mean, where have you been recently? Well, I mostly just go around where you guys go. Ash, so, yeah, Jeremy just comes from where Oh, Jeremy's on tour with us. That's yeah, true. Um, Jeremy came to Boston with us. He uh, was did in you LA do Minneapolis food stuff? Uh, I actually have years ago. Uh, Miami's most recent. Hopefully, you'll come with us to Philly in April. Oh, LA. Yeah, yeah. But his food stuff, guys. It's there. I don't know anybody else doing it, doing it like Jeremy. He so worked, he worked at the Food Network. So he's got all those vid skills. That's what he's doing here today with um, yeah, us. Yeah, check him out. Um, thank you guys for for listening. This has been a really fun episode for me. <laughs> New favorite episode alert. Um, I haven't asked in a while. I would love you guys to uh, go leave a review and a rating on our iTunes. A nice one. So I haven't asked in a long time. Leave um, an inside joke. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Write, my dad saw my b-hole. Whatever you guys want to write. <laughs> my dad locked eyes with my brown eye. <laughs> leave a rating and we will, um, we're going to keep you updated on um, any coronavirus stuff that we know about. And then Ashley's going to take us out. Yeah, guys. Just if you need updates on this stuff and you're coming to our live shows. Hopefully you are. Instagram probably is first. Girls Gotta Eat Podcast is our Instagram. Raina Green, Raina.Greenberg, Ash Hess. We'll post it on the Facebook. We'll talk. We, we, we will do everything we can to get the word out if anything should change. But right now it is just Texas. We will tell you those new dates as soon as we have them. It is our number one priority to reschedule these shows. Hold on to your tickets. You have tickets for the shows when they are rescheduled. Um, GirlsGottaEatPodcast.com. Girls underscore got eat on Twitter. The announcements will be there too. We'll see you next week. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.